You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News Podcast, brought to you by LABI and always on kpel965.com. Nine-year sentence that Griner received for possession for a few canisters of cannabis oil appeared to be a clear effort by Russian President Vladimir Putin to gain leverage, and it seems to have worked. In exchange for her, the U.S. sent back to Russia one of the world's deadliest arms dealers, who was serving 25 years for crimes, including the targeting of American citizens. While some Republicans argue that Biden should have gotten more out of the deal, specifically the freedom of former Marine Paul Whelan, we can all agree that the U.S. paid a real price for Griner's release, not just by putting Boot back in the killing game, but also by sending a message to other foreign dictators that absconding with American citizens can be a powerful bargaining chip. That's a very real danger. But Griner is an American, one of our own, and as a nation, we have decided that whatever the risks of releasing Boot, the priority was her freedom. Speaking of freedom, one of our greatest freedoms is the right to protest. Griner and every American can and should protest if they see injustice, such as abuses of police power against blacks or anyone. But by making the national anthem the symbol of that protest, Griner painted the whole of America as the source of these abuses. That same America that has now sacrificed so that she may come home. This summer, Griner penned a handwritten note to President Biden, which included the following. On July 4th, our family normally honors the service of those who have fought for our freedom, including my father, who was a Vietnam War veteran. It hurts thinking about how I usually celebrate this day because freedom means something completely different to me this year. Indeed, Brittany Griner is not being asked to pay a debt to her country for the deal that ended her torment. It's simply what America does for Americans. But perhaps going forward, when she chooses to fight social injustice, she can remember that the United States is not just a place where injustice exists, what country doesn't have that, but also that America is a place that has gone to extraordinary lengths to save her life. Welcome home, Brittany Griner. America loves you. Standing for the Star-Spangled Banner would be a very welcome way to show that you love her back. I'm David Marcus, author of Charade, The COVID Lies That Crush the Nation. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. To hear the podcast version of this program, go to foxnewspodcasts.com. And for all the latest news, go to foxnews.com. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for healthcare can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 844-94-BIBLE. That's 844-94-BIBLE. 844-94-BIBLE. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. 
One in three adults has prediabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man, you, your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has prediabetes, with early diagnosis, prediabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Wait, did they just say one in three adults has prediabetes? That's 33.33333% of adults. That means it could be me, my boss, or my boss's boss, or me, my favorite sister, or my other sister. That's seven members of my 21-person romantic book club. <gasps> Wait, the one in three could be me, my karaoke partner Carol, or ugh, my karaoke enemy Jeff. I'm going to take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. I make learning a privilege, not a chore. And frustration a tool, not an obstacle. I'm a teacher. I make more. Make more. Teach. Visit teach.org. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. This is a Fox News alert. Back in the USA, I'm Chris Foster. Brittany Griner's freedom prisoner swap with Russia now home in Texas. That's her plane landing at Joint Base San Antonio Lackland about an hour and a half ago. Griner, a two-time Olympic gold medalist and Phoenix Mercury pro basketball star, been in Russian custody on drug charges since February. Traded back to Russia, convicted arms dealer Victor Boot, arrested in 2018, now out of prison seven years early. Arizona Senator Kirsten Sinema, not a Democrat anymore, announcing in a video posted on YouTube that she's a registered independent. I promised that I would always do what is right for the people of Arizona. And that's what I've done. Registering as an independent and showing up to work with the title of independent is a reflection of who I've always been. She's the third independent senator. Bernie Sanders and Angus King are too, but caucus with Democrats. That's the main thing as far as balance of power. Senator Sinema has not explicitly said what she'll do, but that she does expect to keep her committee assignments with her. Democrats have a 51-49 Senate advantage next year. President Biden has a same-sex marriage bill to sign. The Respect for Marriage Act requires states to recognize same-sex marriages performed in other states, a protection already in place by Supreme Court precedent. Right-wing forces have set their sights on this basic personal freedom. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi pressed for the bill in the aftermath of the Supreme Court's summer ruling rolling back abortion protections. Every Democrat voted in favor along with 39 Republicans. Opponents say the legislation is unnecessary and amendments designed to protect religious institutions don't go far enough to shield faith-based organizations from lawsuits or government sanctions. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. A section of Keystone oil pipeline leaking into a creek in Kansas report to have been isolated. TC Energy in Canada estimates the spill at about 14,000 barrels. America's listening to Fox News. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Colaguard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. 
Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay zero dollars. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. The Secretary of the Navy says America's naval priorities are becoming increasingly global. That was the message the Secretary of the Navy, Carlos del Toro, delivered during a forum Thursday at Columbia University. Del Toro says that, perhaps unsurprisingly, it is China that provides the biggest challenge to America's naval superiority. China is conducting active, aggressive maritime activities in the South China Sea that have the potential to undermine our system of international law. Del Toro says Russia also poses a significant threat in the Black Baltic and Arctic Seas. Trying to intimidate and deny other countries the opportunity to exercise their rights to free passage. America's response? We are strengthening our maritime dominance so that we can deter potential adversaries and have called upon fight and win our nation's war. Kevin Uretsky, Fox News. The British Treasury Chief Jeremy Hunt announces banking regulations enacted after the 2008 financial crisis are being eased in an effort to attract investment. The changes include lifting a cap on bankers' bonuses and easing capital requirements for smaller lenders. There's signs up around Detroit asking for help finding a new kidney. This is House Call for Health. A Michigan man is putting up roadside signs to help in his search for a new kidney. Pete Bodorf says kidney dialysis doesn't work forever. He's been receiving the treatment for two years. Now Bodorf is hoping to get a match for a new kidney by spreading the word using this sign. It reads, Pete needs a kidney. Share your spare. It's a big sacrifice. I, I recognize that. Bonner says a kidney would give him the freedom to go back to volunteering with some organizations as well as to travel again. According to the Donate Life site, patients wait about three to five years for a kidney from a deceased donor. For more health news, go to foxnewshealth.com. House Call for Health. I'm Lisa Brady. Fox News. Top Gun Maverick is named Best Film of the Year by the National Board of Review. That's made up of film fans and academics. Steven Spielberg wins Best Director for The Fablemans. I'm Chris Foster, Fox News. How can you help a child in need during the holiday season? Rose's Angels. Here at News Talk 96.5 KPL, we are teaming up once again with Robin McMillan of McMillan's Pub to gather gifts for kids in Acadiana who otherwise wouldn't be getting a gift this year. Robin helps to get presents for kids in lots of different groups throughout Acadiana. Boys and Girls Clubs of Acadiana, Casa, Arch, Smile. Other requests come in. Hundreds of children need help. Robin, through Rose's Angels, is asking for help, and we would be humbled by what you could do. If you'd like to adopt a child, all you have to do is call Robin's number. 337-781-7069. That's 337-781-7069. That's 337-781-7069 to become one of Rose's angels. It's an easy process. Thank you so much from all of us at News Talk 96.5 APEL. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. 
I'm Bernadette Lee with your news update. Two people were found dead in a home in the 200 block of Woodrow Street. That's according to Lafayette Police investigators. Police were called there to do a welfare check on a man and woman. The two deceased people were found there just before 5 o'clock Thursday evening. The circumstances surrounding their deaths are being investigated and autopsies will be conducted by the Lafayette Parish Coroner's Office. A Eunice couple arrested on abuse and molestation charges concerning their 7-year-old foster son and 12-year-old adopted daughter and those allegations. Now, the boy's teacher called authorities after seeing severe bruising on the boy. The boy was supposed to be in the Missouri foster care system, but no one from there had checked on him in over a year. An Elton man was arrested on multiple charges after allegedly breaking into a woman's car in Jeff Davis Parish. Officials say that he was held at gunpoint by someone at the scene until deputies arrived to arrest 53-year-old Thomas Buxton. The man also had several outstanding warrants. This happened on Pine Island Highway in Jennings. Well, overall voter turnout is expected to be low for tomorrow's election, but there are a few noticeable races. LawPolitics.com publisher Jeremy Alford has much to say. The race for Public Service Commission in the 3rd District has incumbent Lambert Bossier facing off with Devontae Lewis. But LaPolitics.com publisher Jeremy Alford says the incumbent appears to be struggling. But this go-around for Public Service Commissioner Lambert Bossier, it doesn't mean as much as it used to. Alford says Lewis has been able to build on the anti-energy sentiment. In Shreveport, incumbent Mayor Adrian Perkins didn't make the runoff, but the Democrat and two previous Democratic mayors are supporting Republican Tom Arsenault. Alford says that's a quandary for Greg Tarver. The fact that he is running against a Republican with Democratic support kind of changed the dynamics of this race. I'm Brooke Thorrington. And there are three constitutional amendments on the ballot statewide. You can check out the KPL app and the KPL Facebook for more information. We also, of course, have a race for Lafayette City Court Judge here in Lafayette between Jules Edwards and Roya Bustani. Polls will open at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. Louisiana Commissioner of Insurance Jim Donlin says a Florida-based company that writes homeowners insurance will be leaving Louisiana and several other states because of an insurance crisis in Florida, not the conditions here in Louisiana. Donlin says United Property and Casualty uh, they announced they'll be leaving Louisiana and several other states. They are departing on an accelerated basis now because the company has been taken over by their domestic regulator there in the state of Florida. Now, Louisiana did not get hit by a hurricane this year, but Donlin says the fact that Ian hit Florida also hurt us here in Louisiana Everybody trying to get on those same policies. What happened in Florida has caused solvency issues for multiple companies doing business in our state and other coastal states. Now, Donlin says he is aggressively trying to get more insurance companies to move here. He declined to provide an estimate of the number of insurers who have left Louisiana, but others estimate 10 have left in the last year. A recent survey by the U.S. Energy Information Administration indicates electricity prices in Louisiana are two cents cheaper than the national average. While customers in the state have seen their power bills steadily increase, Public Service Commissioner Foster Campbell says that has to do with the price of natural gas. The problem is that natural gas 
since we've got a war going on over there in the Ukraine, it's in short supply and it's become, it's wintertime and the price of natural gas goes up. Now, last year, the average retail price for electricity in Louisiana was 8.82 cents per kilowatt hour compared to the national average of 11.10 cents an hour. Campbell says Louisiana is trying to make strides in creating and using new sources of clean energy. He predicts prices will decrease. For example, North Louisiana is using wind power from Kansas. Also, we're building a lot of solar plants all over the state, which will produce cheaper electricity and it's a lot cleaner. Health experts are urging the public to get their flu shot and to get boosted for COVID as soon as possible. LSU Health Sciences infectious disease specialist Dr. Catherine O'Neill says as we age, the body's memory of the last vaccine wanes. So it's best to be current on your vaccines. You want to give yourself time and that's why it's it's time today. We're, we're just a couple of weeks from Christmas and lots of holiday parties. So it's time to go and get the vaccine. She says adults as well as kids age five and older need to have the newer bivalent booster and flu shot. So you're exchanging gifts this season instead of viruses. We know that all of our viral seasons are kicked off by these holidays. I'm Brooke Thorrington. And the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries, they say that bird flu is spreading in our state. Marzan Goldsby reports the agency is keeping track of the spread by sampling birds. Wildlife veterinarian Dr. Jim LaCour says the virus is spreading here with the seasonal bird migrations. They're spread kind of across the state from the, the north portion of the state all the way down to the coastal areas. He says the birds from Avoyles, Calcasieu, Morehouse, Washita, and Richland parishes have tested positive. The CDC says bird flu is low risk to humans, but it can decimate waterfowl and especially domestic poultry herds. I'm Marcian Goldsby. Well, state police, Troop C, say two good Samaritans are to thank for saving a family of four after their vehicle went off the road and into a canal. Trooper First Class Ross Brennan says the Toyota sedan went off of Highway 182 in Assumption Parish. Those people could not get their doors open. Two men, Jeff Laparouse and Chase Dupre, witnessed the crash and they jumped into action. Uh, they both entered the water. One of them was actually able to open the door to vehicle while the other one was able to grab the occupants out. And they both brought them to safety. Now, Trooper Brennan says the men waded into that chilly water and mud mix and were able to open the door from the outside, get the family out before that sedan was completely submerged. There's actually two small children inside of the vehicle also. So these two gentlemen definitely influential on saving this family's life, especially right before Christmas. And thanks to the fast action of Laparouse and Dupre, the two adults and two kids safely removed from that terrible situation. Brennan says that Troop C will nominate them for the state police's annual Lifesaver Award. We present it to not only first responders, but also, in this case, members of the public who go above and beyond putting themselves in a dangerous situation that resulted in saving lives. It's coming up now on 613. We've got mostly cloudy skies for the morning. A lot of fog out there this morning as well. So take it slow on the roadways. Dense fog advisory in effect up through most of the commute time here today. Temperatures are going to be at about 81 degrees for the high. Staying very warm and very, very muggy out there. Winds from the south at 5 to 10 miles an hour. Fog is going to be returning later tonight. And that is going to last into tomorrow as well. 
Tomorrow, I think, even as that fog starts to burn up, though, we're going to be left with a lot in the way of cloud cover. Temperatures do stay in the upper 70s. Gray skies for Saturday. Sunshine going to come at a premium. By Sunday, we're looking at mostly cloudy skies. Showers and thunderstorms rolling through for the first half of the day. Going to be wet out there for Sunday. Our next front comes through midweek next week. Going to bring some cooler weather back behind it and maybe a little severe weather as the front passes. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. Right now, 67 degrees here at the KPL Studios. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. Okay, we've got a crash with injuries. 90 at Ambassador Caffrey. That's 90 at Ambassador Caffrey. Please make sure that you're buckling up and that you're keeping it safe out there this morning. For investing. It's coming up now on 617 on Acadiana's Morning News. Welcome into Friday, everybody. All right, coming up, just a couple of minutes, we're going to talk with Youngsville City Councilman Matt Romero, kind of see what has been going on on the agenda over there. Rob, the Winky Dinky Dog News Hound, will join us, and we'll talk about Strange But True, another Christmas edition, so I can't wait for that. The Rustic Renegade going to be joining us in studio a little bit later on this morning. We'll talk Crime Stoppers of a Million with Eddie Long, Lene, and a whole host of other good stuff this morning, including our conversation around 8335 with Congressman Mike Johnson, and we've got a lot to discuss uh, where that goes. All right. So without further ado, Youngsville Councilman Matt Romero joining us this morning. Hello. Good morning. How are you doing? <laughs> well, I am doing well. It's kind of weird, <laughs> though, to be in the studio and look across and have no one else sitting in that chair. It's kind of freaking me out this morning. Oh. I guess you kind of uh, think, uh, am, is it really Friday? Am I supposed to be working? <laughs> exactly. I'm like, wait a minute. Is this really Saturday? Should I go home? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I know you guys had a meeting last night. And um, yeah. one of the big things we always like to talk to you all about, because it always comes up in your meetings, and that's your tax revenue. So you're up again from last year at the same time. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah we uh, we actually found out we were up 14% uh, from last year. Uh, and either got second to a record or actually hit a record in actually tax revenue collection. So it's uh, just kind of shows you that October was a good month within the city, October, November. And uh, we're expecting that the uh, November uh, sales tax revenue, when it comes back in January, it's going to be even better. Uh, people are really being conscious of, you know, eating, shopping local, reinvesting in the community. Um, you know, we just had our Shop the Sweet Life um the the last saturday in november for small business saturday that our chamber of commerce does so our our community really likes to make sure that our business uh, community is uh, taken care of and um yeah it it just pays dividends it certainly does talk to us um about another issue and that is Mm -hmm. the retirement of sally angers please Well, uh, it's bittersweet, isn't issue, it? An issue because Miss Sally Andrews will be gone. Yeah, um, she is with us 
through the end of the month. Uh, most people know her. She's been in government for over 25 years, uh, whether it's in New Iberia Parish or Lafayette Parish. Um, someone, I, I told her last night, someone that has probably more knowledge than I'll ever know, but is truly in it for the right reasons, that's not an elected official. Um, she truly loves the community, doesn't live in a community, has family that does, but um, someone who just wants to make sure that now that she'll be gone, it's uh, you know going in the right direction. And uh, she's played a huge part uh, behind the scenes for uh, city of Youngsville for years, uh, making sure the elected officials are doing the right things, uh, making sure that we, you know, have the right uh, checks and balances in places. She's brought a lot of the staff in. I mean, I could go on and on. It was a great uh, recognition that the mayor and uh, staff had last night. Um, we, I think we sent her off pretty well. Um, she's going to be missed. I think she'll miss it, but at the same time, her and her husband deserve that retirement life. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's yeah. the thing. Wonderful service to so many uh, different folks through this time. But, yes, at you know, at some point, you you got to retire. Got to do yeah, it. Yeah, unfortunately. You know? Gosh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I know that, that she'll definitely be missed in terms of yeah. what happens uh, with that post. I mean, uh, what's happening there with the chief yeah, administrative we, uh, officer? The mayor, the mayor's, the mayor it's, uh, I would say, semi-fluid. He, he, uh, we have uh, Mr. Terry Bork, who used to be, is our de- who currently is our deputy CAO. Mm-hmm. He's going to really take the reins on a lot of stuff. Um, and then uh, the mayor's divvied up a little bit of the probably community aspect of it, um, you know, the after hours with us kind of thing mm-hmm. uh, to a couple other different individuals kind of testing that out. Uh, you know, our mayor does a good job full time, always active, involved. Um, a lot, majority of our council is as well. So I think that helps um, you not have the burden so much with the CAO uh, all the time, but uh, not that. Miss Sally will not be missed. Her shoes are huge. I mean, they're, you know, bigger than we can imagine. But I think it's going to be one of those things that Mr. Terry Bork's going to handle probably about 80, 90% of everything and kind of uh, feel it out for the next, you know, probably three to six months to determine what the mayor decides to uh, permanently do. Um, you know, he didn't want to jump the gun on anything. And, and I don't blame him. I think that, you know, Filling somebody's shoes like uh, Miss Andrews is pretty difficult, so you want to make sure you take your time with that. Yep, got to do the due diligence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was a send-off for Councilwoman Shannon Barra. It, it was. Um, as you know, uh, back in February, our uh, late uh, departed uh, council member Gary Williams passed away, and we had to fill that seat pretty quickly. And uh, Shannon Barra was a uh, is a staple in the community involved in uh, the crude as I mean, Lions Club, Chamber, Leadership, Youngville. I mean, the list goes on and on. Uh, and uh, she stepped in, did a phenomenal job. We told her last night, uh, I-, I think she has a new spark for it. <laughs> but uh, her term is ending, uh, uh, you know, because she filled that vacancy for Mr. Williams uh, and our newly elected uh, colleague, uh, Ms. Simone Champagne. Will be taking an office with us uh, starting in January, and she was in attendance last night as well. And I think she's excited about that opportunity. And uh, you know, Shannon Barras uh, will continue to serve till the end of the month. But uh, it was just very nice having her. I mean, she's uh, she's truly what uh, community leadership's about. 
So it's it's really great having it. I would imagine, especially like you're saying, from the idea of, you know, you you get the chance to be able to just step in and serve when your community needs you. How lovely is that, you know? Yeah, yeah. And and, and, uh, as you know, a lot of people don't like this uh, position, uh, being in the public like this, or they get a taste of it and it's like, nope, not for me anymore. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, I'm running away. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I think it's not exactly what people might think. It's all necessarily might look like from outside when you get inside. You know, it's a a lot bigger job than what most people, I think, might have um, their idea of it. Absolutely. At every level, it's it's much bigger and much more work than you you realize. But uh, to me, it's one of the most rewarding uh, opportunities that I've been blessed to have and serve the community. So tell me a little bit about... Yeah. Um, energy and some savings. What, yeah. what was that all about? Yeah. So as you know, we you know last night was our first meeting in the new yep. uh, city hall council chambers. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, and uh, the mayor said uh, he had an extra item he wanted to add to the agenda. Uh, energy, uh, electrical services, and everything uh, came in, and the uh, the developer of our com- municipal complex, uh, Jay Mouton. And the city really found a lot of energy savings uh, opportunities with different ways they use things. Uh, it could be as little as, you know, the lights automatically come on and off in rooms. Uh, just, to, you know, the light bulbs that are used on the outside. Ended up having a monthly uh, annual cost of $7,000 savings wow. uh, that's going to be given to the city through energy uh, because of some of the things that we are doing and using uh, a part of this program. So last night they went ahead and came in and had a check for $6,954. For nice. Very um, nice. And yeah, yeah. Our city treasurer's eyes lit up pretty quickly. <laughs> he was excited to know he would have a little bit of that. So, it, you know, it, it's nice. It's the little things. And uh, in, in the grand scheme of the budget, obviously it's very small, but that money, you know, will go towards something at City Hall. And uh, just goes to show you that it wasn't a let's just build it and not worry about the long-term cost, right. uh, especially on the energy aspect. Uh, the city and J.B. Mouton and uh, the um, crew that handled uh, the process of putting together and building our municipal complex really sought that out. So that, that was great to hear that mm-hmm. and uh, uh, for the city to be recognized for that. Well, we're about to wrap up here, but I wanted to ask yeah. you uh, real quick. Um, tell me about the leadership yeah. Youngsville class because they're graduating next yeah. week. Yeah, absolutely. Our chamber of commerce uh, along with the city has obviously, you know, we've talked about before we've been doing leadership Youngsville for three years now, and this is class three. Uh, and every year at the chamber uh, Christmas function, which is going to be Monday, uh, this Monday, December 12th at 530, it's at Acadiana Bar and Grill in Youngsville, right down the street from City Hall. That class three will be uh, officially graduating and they'll be getting ready and taking applications for class four. Uh, this is just something that's a great opportunity for anybody in or outside of the city of Youngsville, whether you live, work or whatever here. Um, to really get to know uh, the inner workings of the city from government to public works to um, the business community to us, the elected officials, as well as the sports complex. You really get a understanding of what 
happens and all the different pieces moving. So this group is uh, finished with their time. They get to graduate and move on, and uh, it's an exciting opportunity for them. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Matt Romero from the Youngsville City Council, of course, joining us. Hey, thank you so much for your time. And obviously, uh, we may not get a chance to talk to you again. So Merry Christmas. Happy New yeah, Year. Merry, it's, Merry, it's weird, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is. And, you know, Merry Christmas. And I, I, just one thing I wouldn't be remorseful would say that, you know, with our opening of our new complex. Yeah. We want to cordially, we, you know, we will be inviting y'all as well. Uh, Bernie, it's out there on Facebook. Our grand opening ribbon cutting will be along with our swearing in on Saturday, January 7th. Uh, it's at 10 a.m. The community is going to be invited. It's going to be on the steps of uh, our municipal complex right outside. And uh, that way the community can see their elected officials get sworn in. We'll do a ribbon cutting, and then there'll be an uh, opportunity to tour the facility. So, uh, yeah, that'll be out there on Saturday, January 7th. Well, uh, people hope, should uh, all... take, yeah, they should take part in that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And if you guys, uh, you and Brandon want to come, please do. Let us know. You know what's going to happen. Brandon's going to walk on, <laughs> over with the whole family. He will. He will. <laughs> I, I hope so. And I know he's uh, got his LCA uh, shirt on ready to go <laughs> yes, for today. But uh, <laughs> that's great. But, uh, it, you know, hey, have a merry, merry Christmas and a happy new year. Be safe. And uh, merry Christmas to everybody. Looking Amen. forward to 2023. Absolutely, Matt. Take care of yourself. Good to talk to you. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. It's coming up now on 629. Got news on the way. The loudest voices on the biggest issues. We're listening to your concerns. And that's why it's so important for us to say that we hear you. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Depend on it. West Baton Rouge's newly renovated conference center is a Convention South Reader's Choice winner and is the ideal spot for weddings and other special occasions. Visit westbatonrouge.net. Like them on Facebook, westbatonrouge.net. This is Acadiana's home for breaking news and weather. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at Matthew-James.com. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the KPL News app. Now the headlines from the KPL News Center. From the KPL Newsroom on Bernadette Lean. Two people were found dead in a home on Woodrow Street, according to the Lafayette Police Department. They were called there to do a welfare check on a man and a woman. The two deceased people were found dead just before 5 o'clock Thursday evening. The circumstances unknown. The Lafayette Parish Coroner's Office will conduct autopsies. Overall voter turnout expected to be low for tomorrow's election, but there are a few notable races. And, of course, there are three statewide constitutional amendments and 28 parishes have local issues on the ballot. Louisiana Commissioner of Insurance Jim Donnellan says a Florida-based company that writes homeowners insurance is leaving Louisiana and several other states because of an insurance crisis in Florida, not conditions in Louisiana. Now, Donlin says United Property and Casualty announced it would be leaving Louisiana. The company has about 36,000 policyholders in Louisiana. They are going to stop renewing policies beginning next year. Now, Donlin says he is aggressively trying to get more insurance companies to write policies in Louisiana. The Louisiana Department of Health is urging residents to proceed with caution heading into the holidays and peak flu season. 
And this year, officials are putting a lot of emphasis on vaccines, including flu and COVID boosters. Cases of COVID-19 are on the rise over the past week, nearly double what they were the week before. Hockey is back in Baton Rouge, the Raising Canes River Center hosting three games, courtesy of the Baton Rouge Pro Hockey Group. You're up to date. I'm Bernadette Lee. We've got mostly cloudy skies for the morning. A lot of fog out there this morning as well. So take it slow on the roadways. Dense fog advisory in effect up through most of the commute time here today. Temperatures are going to be at about 81 degrees for the high. Staying very warm and very, very muggy out there. Winds from the south at 5 to 10 miles an hour. Fog is going to be returning later tonight, and that is going to last into tomorrow as well. Tomorrow, I think, even as that fog starts to burn up, though, we're going to be left with a lot in the way of cloud cover. Temperatures do stay in the upper 70s. Gray skies for Saturday. Sunshine going to come at a premium. By Sunday, we're looking at mostly cloudy skies. Showers and thunderstorms rolling through for the first half of the day. Going to be wet out there for Sunday. Our next front comes through midweek next week. Going to bring some cooler weather back behind it and maybe a little severe weather as the front passes. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. We've got a crash with injuries. 90 at Ambassador Caffrey. That's 90 at Ambassador. Here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, riding down Santa Claus Lane. He's not Santa Claus, but he might be talking about here Santa, Claus. Santa Claus. Ladies and gentlemen, the winky dicky right dog, the news hound Rob. <laughs> I don't know the rest of the names. It's okay. Do you know some strange yes, but true? I, do. I went down a rabbit hole recently. Love the YouTube, but it, it, it makes me stay up too late. I know, me too. It's fun, though, isn't it? Strange but true facts about the Santa Claus movie with Tim Allen. All right. And it's on TV all All the time. time, You know? All right. Casting Tim Allen for the original movie was a big risk for two reasons. Oh, why? His ability to bring people to the movie theater was unproven because this was his very first movie. Oh, his first feature, huh? Correct. Wow. The actual... uh, uh, Actors considered for this role before they finally gave it to Tim Allen were Tom Selleck and Tom Hanks. Okay. I can see Tom Hanks pulling it off. Not Tom Selleck. Not Tom Selleck, Uh -uh. no. No. Uh, The other reason it was a big (laughs) risk is because there hadn't been a successful movie involving Santa Claus in over 40 years. Whoa. Since the release of the original Miracle on 34th Street. Wow. There are no other. There's a huge gap of Santa Claus movies. Wow. Solely about Santa. Santa, yeah. Yeah. The movie concept was created by two struggling stand-up comics based on the sole idea, what if somebody accidentally killed Santa? Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where it gets a little dark, folks. Okay, All hang right. on. Send your kids out of the room. Bye, kids. In the original script, there was a little more adult, edgy humor that, ki- that uh, than the kid-friendly version we love today. Okay. The original script had Santa getting shot and wounded by a shotgun blast by Scott Calvin. <laughs> Then fall to his death from the roof. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, that would only be the Louisiana 
or Alabama. Versions, I mean, it makes right? sense. Yes. You can see these two comics. Like this guy comes out of his house. What the hell's on my roof? And shoots first, right? asks questions later, later. Right? I mean, yeah. yeah. But Disney eventually brought the uh, bought the rights to the movie, uh-huh. and the script was revised to a little more family friendly, and the scene was scrapped. <laughs> you know, it's sad that Santa had to die, but it, it's kind of a cute movie nonetheless. Yes, yes. We All right, now we move on to the makeup process. Oh, Tim had to sit. Uh, it took let's say, uh, the makeup process for Tim to become Santa took prosthetics, makeup. How how much how much suit do you think? How much weight do you that? Oh suit? gosh, remember that? Uh, yeah, no. Remember the scene in the? Uh, this is a little more than just a little yeah. weight. He's in his doctor's <laughs> office with yeah. his big belly. Yeah, I'm guessing eighty pounds. No, not quite. Forty eight pound fat okay. suit. And his Jeez. costume took about four hours every single morning to put on. Oh, and then another man. two hours in the evening to take off. To take it off? Yep. What do you do if you have... Well, never mind. I think it was normal paint. It was just that big, giant yeah, yeah. belly. Yeah. A lot of... Uh, Insulation? Same with Robin Williams when he was Miss, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Just uh, all that stuff all over, you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that so, makes sense. The movie was filmed in July, and Tim had to deal with the summer heat. Because remember, this is South, Carol- uh, South Carolina. South California. <laughs> But his body broke out in heat blisters, and he was Aww. often found in a corner of the set by himself film- while filming was taking place, quietly trying to deal with the stress. Just kind of like, leave me alone. Just give me, give me a few minutes alone. That must have been terrible. Yeah. One of the big challenges in California during the summer, what would you think in a Christmas movie? Uh, well, no Christmas decorations. Was making the set look like it belonged in the Chicago yeah. Midwest area. How did they during do the that? During the winter. The snow was created using potato flakes, marble dust, rock salt, paper products, and even snow blankets. And I've seen this as I was doing the YouTube thing. Now I give you a challenge. When you watch the movie, yes. if you look close, when uh-huh. Santa slips from the roof, yes. you can see one of the bank- blankets move. Really? Yes. You can see it kind of bunch up I and move as he's, as he's falling off of the roof under his feet. Because they stop wow. motion. It's really cool. Oh, Wow. The movie had a very small budget of only sixteen million. Poor people. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. considering you know yeah. what other there was Disney a bit of a movies. risk going on. Yeah, sounds like a lot, but they had to do a lot of visual effects the old-fashioned way. Here's another challenge as you watch the movie. Okay. For instance, when the North Pole comes up under the from under the ground as they land on the North Pole and the yeah. elf walks around, yeah. and has the North Pole come up. Um, Scott and Charlie land at the North Pole. There were two people pushing the pole from up underneath the set. <laughs> That's cool. If you look close, you can see it move awkward and shake as it rises. So they cut away as fast as they could to avoid seeing too much. Ooh, that's cool. It kind of does. Yeah, like the, a shake. Yeah. I can't wait it's, to check it, that like out. It's the Muppet, the Muppet shows. These got two guys <laughs> lifting it up. This is so, I love you, Winky Dinky <laughs> Dog. You find the coolest things. The reindeer animatronics were powered by 25 small motors to move various parts of the face wow. of the reindeer and the bodies. And it took about five people to operate Comet. And yeah, because he, he had a lot to say. He's, got, a, he's got most of the facial yeah. stuff. And 12 people to operate the entire team of reindeer. Oh, neat. Yeah. That's so cool. The first version of the film was about two hours and had to be edited down to fit the standard film runtime of about an hour and a half for most family of, of films. So they had to make a decision. Yeah. Either cut it down or just remove any part of the film that Tim was not involved. Oh. So if Charlie feels like an underdeveloped character, it's on purpose. Really? Because they had to remove a lot of his... His little scenes, His huh? scenes and the scenes of the two uh, of uh, of his, his mom 
and uh, what's his face Judge from Reinhold. Judge, I was thinking yeah. from Ridgemont High. But yes, I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Uh, because there's a lot of scenes of him struggling with his dad's transformation or getting bullied at school that had to be cut from the film to get the one uh, one and a half hour runtime. Well, I beg now that they go back because all of us older people. We want that put back in the film. And it's not available. I, I oh. That's where I went down the deep dive. And, you did? Because yep. you're a good winky dinky dog news hound. You think so? I'm probably yeah, going to run out of content way too soon. because there's No, not, no, that's yeah, okay. Because yeah, yeah. we're still going to talk about fun Christmas movies. That's cool. Uh, what wasn't cut from the film is the actor who played Charlie's, uh, who, who played Charlie's, he had fake teeth. What? And not for the reasons you would have thought. Wait, My what? first thought was, you know, what, what happened is when I was putting this together, I'm watching YouTube, yeah. I hit pause, and I'm typing. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Pause, type. type. And my first thought was, as he said that, I hit pause, and I'm typing. Yeah. Oh, he's about that age where he's losing teeth for, uh, you know, <gasps> his teeth are coming out. Yeah, he's a little, if yeah. that wasn't it. No, that's not it. What is it? Yep. Uh, just days before the shooting began, Eric Lloyd was his name, by the way, was climbing on a boulder, slipped and knocked out a few of his front oh, teeth. poor kid. But being his mom, yeah, she was ready because he had just gone seeing the orthodontist a week or two before. They had a mold of his teeth made to fit, and so they, she went out and had fake teeth made. No kidding. So all the scenes you see, there's a, was the one scene that I watched that they showed was him in the uh, sleigh with his dad. Yeah, and you can see these pearly white, white straight, teeth. perfectly teeth, and those are fake. Wow, no kidding! And I'm I'm impressed the fact that he pulled it off because generally, when you put on prosthetics or any kind of fake, like you know, teeth, how real they are, your yeah. voice or your the, your way of talking changes. Okay, yeah. Wow. But so thanks cool. to mom, she had had a mold of his teeth all ready to go, yeah. and moms are like that. They know how to make yeah. Christmas happen from any perspective no matter what time of year they plan all year yeah even if it's a filming of a christmas movie <laughs> i tell moms are i got the one magic. more fact but you say that because all right mm -hmm. my kids are 25 and 23 and as they hit that 10 to 12 range i would then every birthday of my, my children i would send either a text or call my mom and say all right mom here it is you ready it became an annual tradition yeah you're not half the idiot i thought you were when i was growing up and every year my <laughs> kids get older you get smarter right <laughs> It's so cute. It's awesome when your parents start becoming your friends. Yeah. Oh, that's glorious, man. And my final one. Yeah. Usually deals for a sequel are made soon after the original. Yeah. If it turns out to be a big hit, which this movie was. Yes, it, it really was. But the second movie took eight years. Okay. And. It was a gap from 94 to 2002. They should have taken another eight because the, it, it was cute. But part two is a little wobbly, in my opinion. Yeah, I like the uh, I love the sweet. lady actor. Yes, she did an awesome job. She did the scenes at the high school. Yes, where when he's doing have... the magic. Yes, you can actually actually uh, and then in the carriage, you can see the chemistry. Yes, between, between those two actors, they look like yes. they actually like each other. Yes, um, but yeah, there's some scenes where you can tell they're they're stretching to try to put a, a storyline together. But I did love. I'm with you. Whenever he pulls back that curtain at the high school auditorium. Yeah. And he's like, where's so-and-so? And the guy's looking kind of... Yeah. And he gets up there, and it's one of those tic-tac-toe thing. I'm like, that is cool. And then the, the guy who gets the rock'em, sock'ems. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, I oh. was like so excited. The first time I saw that movie, that's what I got excited about. I just uh -huh. watched it a week ago, and it was the toss-across that got me all excited. Okay, I thought, that's it. That's the toss I played I, that as a kid. I want a toss-across, Yes. Right? Okay, full disclosure. I admit it. Even though Santa Claus 2 is not my favorite. 
I sat and watched it the other night because I'm a total Christmas nerd. Now, the third one with uh, Martin Short. Martin Short. Eh. Eh. Yeah. Now, I've heard that possibly there is a series that comes out right I now. I believe there's actually one right now. Yeah. I think it's on Disney Plus. I and I don't have that. I do and I've I haven't I haven't started even beginning to watch it. Okay, but could you if you have time at yeah. some point in the next week, maybe just watch the first episode and see what it's like for us. You can give us the we need a downtime in Biloxi this weekend. I'll fire it up at the camper. After the big race, though, right? No, Best before I got hold, I got all day Saturday doing. Oh, okay. the race is on Sunday, so we're going to be doing chill day on Saturday. Chill day at the casino. No, I'm well, just kidding. The reason why <laughs> it took eight years for the second movie to be made was What's, Tim was not in any hurry to, to do, do that all over again because it yeah. took so much out of him. Well, and you know what a shame that they couldn't figure out how to make it a little bit better for his skin and his emotional state. I'm I'd sure have been the, a wreck too. I'm sure the checkbook made it a whole right. Lot, you know, yeah. <laughs> Suddenly they they got to a figure and he goes, you know uh, what? Yeah. A 48 pound suit is doable, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. Wow. Well, Winky Dinky Dog, this well, was glorious. Thank you. I've got you. some. Other, I'm kind of. I just thought about it on the way over here, and I'm glad I remembered. I've got some other possible content, but I don't have enough weeks. So here, I'll let oh. you choose okay. the next content oh. for next week. Oh, this is a lot of stress. Okay, if I remember correctly, I'm going to try okay. to go on my YouTube thing. There was the North uh, No, no. Um, Polar Express. Okay. That was one of the ones That's that I have. One. Ten facts you didn't know about the Polar Express. Yeah. Um, there is, oh my goodness. Um, watch later. There we go. Okay, 10 old to- uh, untold behind scenes of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Ooh. the animatronic version. Yes, which okay. I love too. Hello, Clarice. Yes. Different movie, but makes yeah. me laugh. Okay, I've got Every that. time. I don't know Polar why. Polar Express. My husband and I were some and sickos. <laughs> Christmas Vacation. Oh, dude. Which one do you want next? Oh, okay. Well, um, oh, oh, um, <laughs> uh, I can do a combination of. Why don't we do Polar Express next week? Well, I will, I will lead off with that. And, okay. if, and if it doesn't have enough, then I, yeah. will, I will supplement it with the uh, Rudolph one. Okay. That sounds good. Yep. And that gives me Aww. another week with, with Chevy Chase and Christmas Vacation. Because you know yes. there was some degenerate stuff going on behind the scenes oh, absolutely. on that movie. I get so mad when they put it on TV and cut all the best lines. Oh, especially but that I last one where he's yes. yeah, yeah, that, oh, that, that diatribe he does. Yes. So I'm like, <laughs> I have a T-shirt. No, I don't. Excuse me. I don't have the T-shirt. Uh, we gave my niece the T-shirt. I have the coffee mug that I pull out every Christmas season. In the road to, and it's got it word for word. Really? They, that, yes. That's a lot of words on a coffee mug. And it's wrong. And it's tiny. And I have to put my glasses on to yeah. read it. But it's so worth it. I wonder how many. Where I'm hoping it's in this. I'm hoping it's in how many takes it took to actually get actually that sucker right. That? I, I don't know if they had cue cards behind because you know, that's a yeah, lot of. that's a lot of words, yeah. man. Yeah. Oh, I cannot wait. It's going to be glorious. The next couple of weeks are going to be glorious. Yep. I'd li- I like to theme it out. So I've been uh, going down this little rabbit hole of. Of all these weird videos. Oh, so. Winky Dinky, you're you're just awesome. What can I say? You're a glorious person. Thank you for joining us once again this morning, ladies and gentlemen. The Winky Dinky Dog Newtown Rob with strange but true <laughs> Christmas movie edition, soon to feature next week the Polar Express. And possibly a few from the 60s cartoon Rudolph. She's here. She's in her face. She's doing this. <laughs>
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming up now on 6.53. Thanks, Rob. All right, today a high at 81. The fog continues. A low tonight at 62. Some fog overnight tonight. 78 for our high on Saturday. Rain on Sunday. Implicit bias. We like it because, well, we like it. We take pride in Catholic conservative guy stuff. So this Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon, grab a weekly whiskey and see if your implicit bias aligns with ours. Implicit Bias, Saturdays, 10 a.m., News Talk 96.5, KPL. Artificial intelligence, AI is the now, especially since ChatGBT lets anyone have a conversation with an AI bot. That's great, but you have to look outside the chat box to realize the full impact of AI on our future. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Post a job for free and find qualified candidates quickly at linkedin.com slash Kim. We're in the midst of another tech disruptor challenging how we live, work, and play. AI is already shortening the time it takes to write computer programs, write books, and create art. But a lawyer could use AI to have it summarize law briefs, or an architect have AI take the first design of a skyscraper. Manual labor will be impacted, too. Here in the U.S., we'll need about 400,000 more welders by 2024. Coming soon is a fully autonomous AI-based welding robot, no person required. Doctors and nurses will rely on AI to summarize patient notes and strict diagnoses and treatments. So when you hear AI, I want you to think action independence. Try my daily podcast, Kim Commando, today. I don't trust big tech and you shouldn't either. You've heard me say for years that free email services like Gmail or Yahoo aren't really free. There's a big price to pay, your privacy. The free email sites scan, analyze, and save details of every email you send. This lets big tech create a very intimate and detailed profile of you so they can send all of your data to the highest bidder. That's why I use Startmail. Startmail was built from the ground up with privacy and security in mind. I send encrypted emails with one click, even if the recipient doesn't use encryption. And Startmail never scans or adds your email. If you delete an email, it's gone forever. Dump the spy mail and get your own Startmail account right now. Go to startmail.com slash Kim. You'll get a seven-day free trial. And if you love knowing that big tech is reading your email like I do, you'll get 50% off your first year. That's a deal. Go to startmail.com slash Kim. That's start with a T. Don't trust big tech with your privacy. Go to startmail.com slash Kim and sign up today. I'm Connell McShane. This is the Fox Business Report. There's an update on inflation released this morning. The producer price indices at the wholesale level are believed to have increased two-tenths of a percent in November from October, up 7.2% in the year ending in November. Though that's still a sizable increase in prices, it would be the lowest reading since May of last year, a sign that inflation may have peaked in the summer. Costco's earnings were weaker than expected in the recent quarter. Its online sales declined 3.7%. Costco saw sales jump early in the pandemic, helped by a surge in panic buying. However, it's now seeing weaker than... Workers at a plant in Warren, Ohio, making batteries for electric cars, have voted to join the United Auto Workers. The plant is co-owned by General Motors and LG. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola, invested in you. Starting to realize your small business is a little overwhelmed by the holiday rush? It's still not too late to get all of your shipping and mailing under control with Stamps.com. Sign up right now, and you'll be printing your own postage in just minutes with discounted USPS UPS shipping rates. Just go to Stamps.com, click the mic at the top of the page, and use code BUSINESS for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a digital scale. That's Stamps.com. 
Code Business. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Dropping the D. I'm Chris Foster, Fox News. Arizona Senator Kirsten Sinema announces she is no longer a registered Democrat. She's going independent. She put out a video this morning. We make decisions about what's best for ourselves, our family, and our community. And so we don't spend a lot of time thinking about, is this a Republican idea or is this a Democratic idea? Is this liberal or is this conservative? That's not how Arizonans think. Senator joins Maine Senator Angus King and Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders as independents. She hasn't said if she will also join them in caucusing with the Democrats, but says she will not join the Republicans. Without her, Democrats hold 50 seats with Vice President Harris, again, breaking any potential tie votes. Basketball star Brittany Griner is back in Texas, freed from Russian custody on drug charges after 294 days and a prisoner swap for Russian arms dealer Victor Boot. He's been accused of supplying arms to al-Qaeda, the Taliban, rebels in Rwanda, and drug cartels the world over. But White House officials insist that swapping a basketball player for a dangerous arms dealer was the only deal they could manage. Fox's Kevin Cork. A confession from a FedEx driver who killed a seven-year-old girl in Texas. Tanner Lynn Horner did not kill Athena Strand when he hit her with his truck. Police say it was afterward, by strangulation, and Horner confessed to it. He took police to where he dumped the little girl's body. Athena's mother, Maitland Gandhi, expressed anger through her emotion. I was robbed of watching her grow up by a man that everyone was supposed to be able to trust to do just one simple task, deliver a Christmas present and leave. Horner is being held on a $1.5 million bond among the charges he faces, capital murder. Gandhi calls for an investigation of how FedEx screens and hires contract workers. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. Twitter owner Elon Musk says they'll be deleting 1.5 billion unused accounts. America's listening to Fox News. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive results should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. He's been guilty in state court. There's a federal court hearing scheduled today for the man accused of the Topps supermarket shooting in Buffalo, New York. This past summer, a federal grand jury charged Peyton Gendron with 10 counts of hate crimes resulting in death and three counts of hate crimes involving attempts to kill three people he injured. The indictment also, though, says Gendron committed the offense after planning to commit an act of terrorism. There's a status conference in federal court today in his case. Last week, Gendron pleaded guilty in state court to 10 counts of murder and three counts of attempted murder, as well as domestic terror as a hate act charge, which is authorized under a relatively new state law. Gendron live streamed his killings and prosecutors say he'd written a racist manifesto before the attack. Sentencing on the state charges is set for mid-February. 
Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. The former CEO of a collapsed cryptocurrency exchange, Sam Bankman-Fried, says he's willing to testify at hearings about the collapse in Congress next week, but that he'll be limited in what he can say. A quarterback comes off the bench to lead a Thursday night football comeback for his new team. Quarterback Baker Mayfield was claimed by the Rams off waivers just two days before, but he led Los Angeles on two fourth quarter scoring drives to pull out a comeback 17-16 win over the Raiders. Mayfield was 22 of 35 for 230 yards and a touchdown pass to Van Jefferson with just 10 seconds left to seal an improbable victory in what has otherwise been a disastrous season for the Rams. LA improves to four and nine on the year, snapping a six-game losing streak. Meanwhile, it's a devastating loss for the Raiders, who had won three straight games, but now fall to five and eight on the season. I'm Eric Messersmith, Fox News. Florida Congressman-elect Maxwell Frost, 25 years old, the minimum age to serve in Congress, shares on Twitter that he was rejected from renting an apartment in D.C. due to bad credit. He says he ran up debt campaigning full-time, driving for Uber when he could. The median rent for a studio apartment in D.C. is 2600 bucks a month. I'm Chris Foster, Fox News. How can you help a child in need during the holiday season? Rose's Angels. Here at News Talk 96.5 KPL, we are teaming up once again with Robin McMillan of McMillan's Pub to gather gifts for kids in Acadiana who otherwise wouldn't be getting a gift this year. Robin helps to get presents for kids in lots of different groups throughout Acadiana. Boys and Girls Clubs of Acadiana, Casa, Arch, Smile. Other requests come in. Hundreds of children need help. Robin, through Rose's Angels, is asking for help, and we would be humbled by what you could do. If you'd like to adopt a child, all you have to do is call Robin's number, 337-781-7069. That's 337-781-7069. That's 337-781-7069 to become one of Rose's Angels. It's an easy process. Thank you so much from all of us at News Talk 96.5 APEL. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. I'm Bernadette Lee with your news update. Two people were found dead in a home in the 200 block of Woodrow Street. That's according to Lafayette Police Investigators. Police were called there to do a welfare check on a man and woman. The two deceased people were found there just before 5 o'clock Thursday evening. The circumstances surrounding their deaths are being investigated and autopsies will be conducted by the Lafayette Parish Coroner's Office. A Eunice couple arrested on abuse and molestation charges concerning their seven-year-old foster son and 12-year-old adopted daughter and those allegations. Now, the boy's teacher called authorities after seeing severe bruising on the boy. The boy was supposed to be in the Missouri foster care system, but no one from there had checked on him in over a year. An Elton man was arrested on multiple charges after allegedly breaking into a woman's car in Jeff Davis Parish. Officials say that he was held at gunpoint by someone at the scene until deputies arrived to arrest 53-year-old Thomas Buxton. The man also had several outstanding warrants. This happened on Pine Island Highway in Jennings. Well, overall voter turnout is expected to be low for tomorrow's election, but there are a few noticeable races. LawPolitics.com publisher Jeremy Alford 
has much to say. The race for Public Service Commission in the 3rd District has incumbent Lambert Bossier facing off with Devontae Lewis. But LaPolitics.com publisher Jeremy Alford says the incumbent appears to be struggling. But this go around for Public Service Commissioner Lambert Bossier, it doesn't mean as much as it used to. Alford says Lewis has been able to build on the anti-energy sentiment. And Shreveport incumbent Mayor Adrian Perkins didn't make the runoff, but the Democrat and two previous Democratic mayors are supporting Republican Tom Arsenault. Alford says that's a quandary for Greg Tarver. The fact that he is running against a Republican with Democratic support kind of changed the dynamics of this race. I'm Brooke Thorrington. And there are three constitutional amendments on the ballot statewide. You can check out the KPL app and the KPL Facebook for more information. We also, of course, have a race for Lafayette City Court Judge here in Lafayette between Jules Edwards and Roya Bustani. Polls will open at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. Louisiana Commissioner of Insurance Jim Donlin says a Florida-based company that writes homeowners insurance will be leaving Louisiana and several other states because of an insurance crisis in Florida, not the conditions here in Louisiana. Donlin says United Property and Casualty announced they'll be leaving Louisiana and several other states. They are departing on an accelerated basis now because the company has been taken over by their domestic regulator there in the state of Florida. Now, Louisiana did not get hit by a hurricane this year, but Donlin says the fact that Ian hit Florida also hurt us here in Louisiana Everybody trying to get on those same policies. What happened in Florida has caused solvency issues for multiple companies doing business in our state and other coastal states. Now, Donlin says he is aggressively trying to get more insurance companies to move here. He declined to provide an estimate of the number of insurers who have left Louisiana, but others estimate 10 have left in the last year. A recent survey by the U.S. Energy Information Administration indicates electricity prices in Louisiana are two cents cheaper than the national average. While customers in the state have seen their power bills steadily increase, Public Service Commissioner Foster Campbell says that has to do with the price of natural gas. The problem is that natural gas, since we've got a war going on over there in the Ukraine, it's in short supply and it's it's wintertime and the price of natural gas goes up. Now, last year, the average retail price for electricity in Louisiana was 8.82 cents per kilowatt hour compared to the national average of 11.10 cents an hour. Campbell says Louisiana is trying to make strides in creating and using new sources of clean energy. He predicts prices will decrease. For example, North Louisiana is using wind power from Kansas. Also, we're building a lot of solar plants all over the state, which will produce cheaper electricity. It's a lot cleaner. Health experts are urging the public to get their flu shot and to get boosted for COVID as soon as possible. LSU Health Sciences infectious disease specialist Dr. Catherine O'Neill says as we age, the body's memory of the last vaccine wanes. So it's best to be current on your vaccines. You want to give yourself time, and that's why it's it's time today. We're, we're just a couple of weeks from Christmas and lots of holiday parties, so it's time to go and get the vaccine. She says adults as well as kids age 5 and older need to have the newer bivalent booster and flu shot so you're exchanging gifts this season instead of viruses. We know that all of our viral seasons are kicked off by these holidays. I'm Brooke Thorrington. 
And the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries, they say that bird flu is spreading in our state. Marzan Goldsby reports the agency is keeping track of the spread by sampling birds. Wildlife veterinarian Dr. Jim LaCour says the virus is spreading here with the seasonal bird migrations. They're spread kind of across the state from the, the north portion of the state all the way down to the coastal areas. He says the birds from Avoyles, Calcasieu, Morehouse, Washita, and Richland parishes have tested positive. The CDC says bird flu is low risk to humans, but it can decimate waterfowl and especially domestic poultry herds. I'm Marcian Goldsby. Well, state police, Troop C, say two good Samaritans are to thank for saving a family of four after their vehicle went off the road and into a canal. Trooper First Class Ross Brennan says the Toyota sedan went off of Highway 182 in Assumption Parish. Those people could not get their doors open. Two men, Jeff Laparouse and Chase Dupre, witnessed the crash and they jumped into action. Uh, they both entered the water. One of them was actually able to open the door to vehicle while the other one was able to grab the occupants out. And they both brought them to safety. Now, Trooper Brennan says the men waded into that chilly water and mud mix and were able to open the door from the outside, get the family out before that sedan was completely submerged. There's actually two small children inside of the vehicle also. So these two gentlemen definitely influential on saving this family's life, especially right before Christmas. And thanks to the fast action of Laparouse and Dupre, the two adults and two kids safely removed from that terrible situation. Brennan says that Troop C will nominate them for the state police's annual Lifesaver Award. We present it to not only first responders, but also, in this case, members of the public who go above and beyond putting themselves in a dangerous situation that resulted in saving lives. We've got mostly cloudy skies for the morning. A lot of fog out there this morning as well. So take it slow on the roadways. Dense fog advisory in effect up through most of the commute time here today. Temperatures are going to be at about 81 degrees for the high. Staying very warm and very, very muggy out there. Winds from the south at 5 to 10 miles an hour. Fog is going to be returning later tonight. And that is going to last into tomorrow as well. Tomorrow, I think, even as that fog starts to burn up, though, we're going to be left with a lot in the way of cloud cover. Temperatures do stay in the upper 70s. Gray skies for Saturday. Sunshine going to come at a premium. By Sunday, we're looking at mostly cloudy skies. Showers and thunderstorms rolling through for the first half of the day. Going to be wet out there for Sunday. Our next front comes through midweek next week. Going to bring some cooler weather back behind it. Maybe a little severe weather as the front passes. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. Our salute to America brought to you by Jim Olivier's Home Improvement and Roofing, Louisiana.
coming up now on 721 on Acadiana's Morning News. Bernadette Lee, Brandon Como will be on the road as he will be part of the broadcast team for Lafayette Christian Academy a little bit later on today with Ian Ozan. But joining me in the studio, as we do on Fridays, we have got Caleb Morse, the Rustic Renegade, shop of the same name. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, sir? I am splendiferous. That's a <laughs> word that I just made up. I like splendiferous. Hey, speaking of splendiferous, I'm super excited because I got my Rustic Renegade Christmas card. So, all right, this is cool. And, and look, I want you to know that not just anybody gets those cards. Woohoo! Uh, all very, right. Very special people. We have a, a good customer of ours posted a picture about how happy he was to get one yesterday. And, and I'm, when I saw it this morning, I was very happy you got it. Oh, I'm so glad I did too. Oh, man, that's so cool. So I get to hang it up so everybody in the building would be like, that's right. Nah, now nah, they know nah. who you're friends with. <laughs> that's right. Um, okay, so of interest uh, to me, is a, a local news story that kind of ties in with the whole self-defense side, which is one of the topics kind of highlighted for today. But I do want to talk to you uh, about it. And that was a local situation. Um, before I get to this other one, um, you know, more people, I think, are are armed and ready to defend themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a situation locally, um, one in Jeff Davis Parish, one also in Iberia Parish, Um you know, if someone is coming into your home, let's say, um, you have the right to defend yourself. Yep. The one in uh, the one in Iberia Parish was a, a break in mm-hmm. and the homeowner defending themselves. And, and and so the way we can word it, the best way to do it is they don't even have to come into your home. Okay. Now, does that mean that you can engage somebody with lethal force who's trespassing? No. The law says that uh, you can defend your life. With threats of imminent danger, life, limb, and eyesight, right? Okay. So the criteria I use are ability, opportunity, and jeopardy. That doesn't, it doesn't matter if you're at home, if you're out at the store, mm-hmm. if wherever you are, you have a legal right to be there and you have a legal right to be alive. Mm-hmm. If somebody tries to negate that or impact that, you can defend yourself with force. Okay. That's important. Um, but we have here, we have instances of Jefferson, David Parish, and Iberia where People showed, and they re- and, and they made sure they they made an example and said, "Look, not today, mm-hmm. not today." And so many people do shop online. I mean, twenty four seven, right? Oh, it's an yeah. easy way to get stuff done. Um, but then there are other people who are like, "Yeah, I do some shopping online, but let's say I also want to go out and I don't know, uh, you know, look at the gun before I buy it. Whether it's that a gun, I don't know, a handbag, whatever somebody might be looking for in a store." Um, you know, this is also a time people need to be very aware of their surroundings. Really, you should do that every day, but a little extra careful now. I mean, right now when you have, people know that if Mm -hmm. you're out and about, you're going Christmas shopping, you're preparing for the holidays, you might have Mm -hmm. a little extra cash on you or a few gifts on you, Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. And the people that have nefarious intent are on high alert right now because of that. Yeah. So if the predators out there are on high alert, your choice are either be a Prey on high alert mm. or be a better predator. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, even when I'm getting fuel in my truck, if I'm at a gas station getting fuel, my head's on a swivel. I'm looking around me. I don't stand next to my truck the entire time. I walk around my vehicle. Pay attention to your surroundings. Uh, I mean, I have a good friend of mine. I think I talked about this a while back who was getting fuel and got jumped by two individuals. And th- one of them grabbed a pipe out the bed of his truck and beat him with the pipe. Wow, man. Gosh. 
And that's it. You don't know when someone might be ready to take action to harm you to get the things that you have worked so hard to to get. It's, like I said, nefarious intent. There are people out there Mm -hmm. whose sole purpose is to harm others. Mm -hmm. You know, the same capacity that we have for good, we have for evil. And look, there are some amazing people in South Louisiana. Amen. We have some phenomenal people. There were some bad people. Very small percentage, but yep, they're and, out there. And it normally it's, you know, you have 90% of the population that just wants to live their life and continue on. Mm-hmm. You have 5%. Um, this is Dave Grossman has this, this calculation, 5% are what you would call your sheepdogs, right? So those sheepdogs uh, can be law enforcement, veterans, uh, current military, people who just have the right mindset on that. And then 5% who are the flip of those who have the same skill set and just want to use it to watch the war are bad. Burn. Yep. So, I mean, it's a small percentage, uh, and it's a shame that we have to worry about that small percentage, but we do. We do. Mm-hmm. And, and and I believe my moral, moral obligation is to help protect those around me. So if I see someone who's not paying attention, someone who's not switched on, someone who's not protecting themselves, well, guess what? I got you, fam. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, I want to make sure that everyone goes home that night and, sp- and sp- sleeps in their bed. Let me ask you about... And I've often wondered this, but I'll just ask you. I don't know, you know. You think we've made a difference in in some ways, at least in terms of making people that feel better about being more aware? That it's okay to look around, check out your surroundings, you know, not to be the person who looks down at the ground walking into a store. I, I would hope that we have had that impact at I, minimum. I believe we do. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe we have, and I believe we continue to. I mean, people come in the shop all the time and talk about things they hear on, on, on this show, mm-hmm. on Implicit, yeah. uh, or, or throughout just coming into the store, everything. Um, and, you know, we do this to make a difference, to make mm-hmm. the world better, to make people safer. There, there's no reason to try to hold on to the education that I've built over the years. Um, and I definitely believe we've made a big difference. I hope, too, that people understand the perspective better of people who are out there just to defend themselves and other people. It's not uh, the OK Corral, right? Mm-hmm. It's not the Wild West. It is. I just want to go home to my bed just like everybody else at, at the end of the day. You know, I, and I've had conversations with people who are on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. You know, they say they could never. They never. could never defend mm-hmm. themselves. They could never hurt someone else. Uh, and I'm like, look, it, that if that's what you think, because that's not necessarily a belief, that's what you think, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But people like people like me and people who have similar mindsets, mm-hmm. we're going to have to be there to help pick it up. Yeah. So, unfortunately, that puts a bigger burden. On the good on, guys. On, yeah. So, because I'm not only carrying my weight, I'm carrying my family's weight, even though they can pull their own. Mm-hmm. I'm carrying those around me's weight, uh, and it's it's really it's it's reassuring when I see someone else with the same attitude and mindset who's here to make a difference. Yes, we are coming up now on 7:29. We have to take a real quick break, but when we come back, we're going to go to that story that I was talking about, self defense chronicles, if you will, in Georgia. We'll find out more about that on the way. I'm Bernadette Lee, and you're listening to News Talk 96.5 KPEL. 
Um. West Baton Rouge's newly renovated conference center is a Convention South Reader's Choice winner and is the ideal spot for weddings and other special occasions. Visit westbatonrouge.net. Like them on Facebook, westbatonrouge.net. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. It is coming up now in 732 Rustic Renegade. Caleb Morris joining us in studio this morning. All right. Now, Georgia constitutional carry. How do you learn the hard way? So, Caleb, tell us a little bit about this story that you uh, encountered, sir. So uh, in last April, uh, Georgia passed a constitutional carry law, meaning you don't have to have a concealed carry permit. Uh, they still have an enhanced concealed carry permit, but to carry concealed just to be a citizen of the state of Georgia. Well, here we have a 23-year-old male who's working at a restaurant. I don't mm. know the name of the restaurant. From what I gather, it's fast food. Okay. Uh, and then another male came in and decided that he wanted more than just food. Oh, uh, Drew a firearm, armed robbery at that point, uh, and then battery began whenever he assaulted the other person and pistol whipped him. Oh. Uh, he hit the, the worker, mm. uh, struck him, I think it was four or five times, uh, pistol whipped him, which is... Pretty, pretty uh, damn uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, so throughout the encounter, at that point, the the twenty three year old employee managed to create distance, right? Because you don't want to you don't want to produce a firearm in a close quarter situation like that, mm-hmm. uh, because then you run a risk of losing your own firearm. Correct. So created distance, drew his pistol, shot three times, struck three times the assailant. Uh, the guy. Now people think that you know there's a magic bullet and one one shot puts people down. It takes however many it takes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so this person was shot three times, three good vital hits, took off running. Uh, law enforcement found him within about a mile, mile and a half of the establishment, uh, still alive, losing a profound amount of blood, brought him to the hospital, and he he expired on scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it just goes to show that a good guy with a gun can stop a bad guy with a gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now the unfortunate side of this is this 23-year-old kid has to live with what happened. Absolutely. I understand that he was he was in the right, mm-hmm. but he has to live with the fact yes. that he took another person's life. Uh, and one of the things that we look at, and I, I was trying to look into it more, because he's going to have his own problems. Mm-hmm. He's going to have some counseling he'll probably go to. He's going to have mm-hmm. some legal things on the, on the back end from this, too. And that's why it's so important that you look at some form of concealed carry insurance. Yes, because even though we're like, look, this is a win, mm-hmm. you know, this this is good. Someone this man's didn't alive. Someone to whip me to death. Yeah. He's or alive shoot for a customers. good reason. Yes. And then you, there there's a legal way to protect yourself after the fact mm-hmm. that so many people forget about because it's not over just because the recoil stops. And you had uh, talked to us a prior time about what the typical cost is with something like this. If I remember correctly, you said it was several. Hundreds of thousands. Yeah, so of dollars. Louisiana's average lethal force is one hundred and fifty-seven thousand dollars in count. That's what it costs for the whole process. For the whole process. So, and, wow. and if you don't have some means to pay for that, I mean, even if you even if you're found innocent, yeah, and and at that point, the uh, the the other side has to pay all the bills. You still have to front the money in the beginning, unless sure. so, unless your lawyer is willing to float it. Yep. So, it's very very important to have a legal means of protection. Keep that in mind, people. Um, that is pretty doggone serious and to the point. Okay. Let's go to Victoria, Australia. This one, this is one, no matter how hard we try. Yes. 
the human condition always finds a way to make a mistake. True. Okay. Tell us about uh, this. What happened? So in Victoria, Australia, it there are certain ways in Australia where you can own a firearm. It is okay. very, very restricted. There's limits on ammunition, all those other stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, we had a property owner, a rancher, um, who had multiple firearms, a large amount of ammunition, um, and what we would call a red flag law was called upon him. Okay. Mm-hmm. His neighbor and he had an altercation, a verbal altercation. The neighbor called the police. He threatened me. He drew a gun on me, all this other stuff. So the police in Victoria, Australia, came in and seized all of his firearms, all of his ammunition for the duration of a court case. Now, we have red flag laws now in Louisiana. Correct. They are, they are pretty vague. And the law enforcement I've talked to, the legal, the legal uh, counsel I've talked to, it's kind of up in the air about how it would happen. Mm-hmm. But whenever law enforcement seizes your property, there's a chain of custody. Mm-hmm. There's documentation of what you're supposed to sign, what you turn over, and everything else. And look, God bless our law enforcement. Not all of our police officers are gun guys. So they may not get the make, model, or serial number right. It happens. I've seen it happen very often. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure that anytime your property is seized, document it. Have your own records as well. It's yes, very, very important. Absolutely. So the police in Victoria, Australia came in, seized his firearms. There's about 20 firearms and 150,000 rounds of ammunition. 150,000 rounds. A lot of that. That's a lot. So 22 caliber, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. one brick of 22 caliber, you look at 1,000 rounds, that's the size of your fist. So he had 22 caliber. He had shotgun. He shoots with his kids and his grandkids. They shoot skeet. So he had a lot of shotgun shells. Right. Well, when he finally gets exonerated and then goes to the court that his neighbor is just an idiot, um, the police return his stuff. They did not return two safes worth of ammunition. Oh, 60,000 rounds of ammo. Wow. And he's like, look, here's my inventory. Here's this. Here, Yeah. This is what y'all took. Yes. The, the now sergeant, he's going to have to sue, I'm Well, guessing. the sergeant that, that's, yeah. that was in charge of the seizure of his property and the, yeah. in, in charge of the evidence room just wrote a large quantity miscellaneous ammunition because they didn't want to put up with the time to do their job. To do their job. Wow. So the the chief of police is saying, look, it's it's, we gave you everything we had. Mm -hmm. And he's like, no, here's my inventory. I'm missing 60,000 rounds of ammo. I, as a citizen, have to account for every bullet. Yes, that's right. Under their laws. So this is this is gone. Here's my inventory. So he is, he is currently oh, trying to sue. The first lawsuit got thrown Ooh. out because they said there's no proof. Oh. So he's on his second lawsuit now trying to get trying his ammunition to. back. Boy, that's a good teaching lesson for any of us, for any of our items, oh, yeah. I guess. Right? And look, and I've seen, I've had phone calls from people, look, hey, I was speeding mm-hmm. um, and got pulled over and, and said perish, and they, they seized my firearm. Mm-hmm. Okay, why did they seize it? Normally the answer I get is, well, they, they just took it. Now, there has to be a legal reason to take it. And they need to have show proof of ownership or anything else. Well, if you're the person who seized from and you do the proper chain of custody, if they took a firearm from Caleb Morris, then Caleb Morris is who picks it up. Right. Because it's in my possession. Absolutely. So possession is who has it. That's who you took it from. That's who picks it up. So, I mean, there's you got to track and make sure things are documented properly. And look, thank God that United States and Louisiana law enforcement is not Victoria, Australia's law enforcement. Mm-hmm. But the human error always exists. We make yes. mistakes no matter what we do. Yes. And and look, let's face it. Um, you know, some people not understanding the importance and costs mm-hmm. are going to say, yeah, I'll just write down huh, uh, miscellaneous multiple bullets, you know, ammunition. And 
you're not going to get your stuff back. The not devil is always in the details. In the details, that is certainly true. Boy, what a good piece of advice for, for all of us. Caleb Morse, the Rustic Renegade, as always, thanks for educating, sir. I appreciate y'all. Enjoy the weekend, and Merry mm-hmm. Christmas is coming up fast. I know it is coming up fast, huh? I, I think I probably have to go home and, like, because KPL has this thing where you can click on Christmas songs. Mm-hmm. I didn't get a chance to do that yesterday. I might have to go home and do that today. Oh, I've been playing um, Mr. Grinch by Small Town <laughs> Titans. It's a, a metal version of Mr. Grinch, and I, I love it. It's great. It really so. is. Even for people who aren't so, mm-hmm. like, into the metal. It's it's great. It's hilarious. I love it. Oh, it's coming up now on 741. We'll talk Crime Stoppers of Vermilion on the way. Get breaking news first and exclusive content now. Download the free KPL News app, free in the App Store and Google Play. We've got mostly cloudy skies for the morning. A lot of fog out there this morning as well. So take it slow on the roadways. Dense fog advisory in effect up through most of the commute time here today. Temperatures are going to be at about 81 degrees for the high, staying very warm and very, very muggy out there. Winds from the south at 5 to 10 miles an hour. Fog is going to be returning later tonight, and that is going to last into tomorrow as well. Tomorrow, I think, even as that fog starts to burn up, though, we're going to be left with a lot in the way of cloud cover. Temperatures do stay in the upper 70s. Gray skies for Saturday. Sunshine going to come at a premium. By Sunday, we're looking at mostly cloudy skies. Showers and thunderstorms rolling through for the first half of the day. Going to be wet out there for Sunday. Our next front comes through midweek next week. Going to bring some cooler weather back behind it. Maybe a little severe weather as the front passes. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. Right now, 67 degrees, still cloudy out there. Make sure that you're buckling up because, oop, couple traffic odds, Bob. KPL, right now, traffic. We've got Johnston at South College. That's a fender bender this morning. Johnston at South College. Got one over in Scott on Old Spanish Trail right near Alfred. That's Old Spanish Trail right near Alfred in Coming up now in 748, Katie morning news. Eddie Longland, a joining us from Crime Stoppers of Vermillion. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning, ma'am. How are you today? Oh, we are doing great this morning. All right. I know you guys are always looking for stuff, investigating different cases. What should we be aware of today? Well, we had something that we ran about a month ago, uh, and it's uh, from Vermillion Parish. Uh, detectives are looking for... Uh, some uh, some items that were stolen off of uh, Albert Road near near North Road uh, north of Erath. Uh, it occurred on October seventeenth uh, when approximately seventy five hundred dollars worth of power tools were stolen from a shed located behind a residence. Oh, I'd be so mad. Uh, I, I know, and in fact, I think last time I was here, I, I said that I had some stuff stolen. It physically made me sick. I mean, yes. I mean to my stomach, I was sick. Knowing somebody's going through your stuff. Yeah. You know? Uh, the tools included various 12 and 20 volt DeWalt, Makita, and Ryobi drills, saws, grinders, flashlights, batteries, and chargers, oh, along wow. with a 16 inch gas powered steel chainsaw. So, if anybody has information uh, on that, and my understanding is the chainsaw was it was it had never been used. It was like oh. brand new. So, if anybody uh, has a friend of theirs that came across a 
Brand new. new. Yeah, brand new chainsaw within the last month. And, and I'm guessing they might be chopping some wood for the coal that's coming, yeah. you know, to put in their fireplace. So just kind of keep an eye out for that. And if you have information, call 740-TIPS or you can download and log on to the P3 app to report your tips anonymously where you can earn a cash reward. See, that's the good part, too. You can earn the, the cash reward and you can fight back against crime. And then... Over seventy five hundred dollars worth of somebody's stuff. I know, and golly, that, and that hurt. And and I know the guy, and uh, we've talked about it. And I know he's listening now, but I know he's uh, he's hurt over that. I mean, that again, somebody going through your stuff, yeah, you know, stuff that you worked for so hard, you know. So it's a, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things that we 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 have to be diligent, you know, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and, you know, and again, uh, security cameras at your residence, you know, it's, it's nice to have security, uh, security cameras. So, you know, uh, and unfortunately, he didn't have any at the time. He does now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, that is something, you know, Christmas is coming. You might ask Santa Claus to bring you yeah, some bring something <laughs> like that. Right. That's yeah. a good ask. Yeah. yeah. And especially like if you're like, I don't know what to get my spouse. You know, yeah. hey, get them safety. That's right. I mean, that's what that's, you're, you know. Exactly right. They're going to love it. Yeah. <laughs> and then with the ring doorbells and all that, I mean, there's, mm-hmm. there's so much out there, you know, and, and uh, affordable stuff, you know. I mean, yes. Things that people, you know, you know, the common person like me can go out and, and purchase. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you have some valuables, and we all do, uh, I would strongly encourage that you, you know, try to invest in some type of security system. Yeah. And it's, like you said, the cost of it now is so different yeah, than it used to yeah, be. Absolutely. So much more affordable and the quality yeah. so much better yes, now yeah. than it used to be. Well, guys, if y'all know anything about any of this, please make sure, really, any other crime for that matter, you can call Crime Stoppers of Vermillion at 740-TIPS. And again, the P3 app and you just tip. You don't ever have to tell anybody you made the tip. You might be the person who ends up, you know, letting officers investigate further and they make an arrest and then hey you get some little bit of tip money a little, little bit of cash yeah. for, the, for the christmas holiday for christmas yeah. that'd be real nice hey speaking of things that are nice anything going on in vermilion parish well, i we want to give a about. shout out to our vermilion catholic screaming eagles yes uh, they weren't weren't able to pull it off uh last night but it was uh it, it was it was a good game yeah. and and they fought hard to get to where they were so uh if any of those guys or families of those guys are, are listening you know keep your heads up high because uh Absolutely. you you earned this that spot and mm-hmm. uh not everybody said that they played in the dome this year and you you did you can say it that's so, right uh, hold your head up high and and just move forward i so, like that uh, thought uh and we also have a lot of stuff going on in vermilion parish if uh you hungry for gumbo? Yes. Who isn't? <laughs> uh, me, twenty four seven. The Delcom uh, Saturday tomorrow. Delcom Project graduation has their gumbo cook-off. It's an annual gumbo cook-off. They're going to have music by a good friend of mine, Bo Young, and yeah. the Bo Young Band. And uh, they also have a six p.m. Uh, boat parade uh, and fireworks. So cool. stick around. Uh, Delcom always has it going on uh, every year at about this time. Also, um, at from five to nine, Christmas. At Men, uh, with Mendoza Ford and Maurice. They also have a gumbo cook-off, and that's at night. So you can hit your gumbo in the morning in oh, Delcom. Yeah. And then you can hit your money. go to Mendoza go, Ford. Right. Yeah, 
That's right. That gumbo all day long. So if you don't get enough gumbo tomorrow, that's a, that's a problem, especially if you're in the million parish. I'm telling you, that's got my name written all over it. <laughs> also, at uh, 2 p.m., the Abbeville Rotary Club uh, has their uh, uh, Cajun Christmas at Magdalen Square. Oh, uh, They're going to have music and pictures with Santa and... You're going to have a classic car show, so mm-hmm. that, that's going to be a fun time. Ooh, and also, yeah. um, stemming off the same thing, at 6 p.m. in Abbeville is the Abbeville Christmas Parade. So Aww. we'll be there. We'll be having fun with that. Uh, Gaydon, uh, our friends in Gaydon are having a movie in the park, Christmas movie in the park at 7 p.m. So if anybody wants to watch a good Christmas movie, head on out to Gaydon. I'm sure uh, that you're going to pass a good time. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And, uh, and then Sunday at 2 p.m., Delcom is having their annual uh, Christmas parade. Uh, what a jam-packed weekend. It is. And then we we also have something <laughs> stemming off into next Thursday uh, at 7 p.m., uh, Sweet Sounds of Christmas at St. Mary Magdalene Church in Aww. Abbeville. So we have a lot of stuff going on. So if you're in Vermillion Parish or if you're visiting Vermillion Parish, uh, you know you might want to check it out. I think you're going to have a good time. Yeah, if you can't find something to do there, there's something wrong with you. You're not listening close That's enough. Right. I'm telling you, especially in gumbo. If you want gumbo, it's gonna be it's gonna be in Vermillion Parish all day Saturday. Every day is a good day for gumbo. That's right. You, even if it's warm, I think it's supposed to be a little warm for gumbo. Who cares, right? We yeah, we don't care about that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, Eddie Longlinay from Crime Stoppers of Vermillion. Thank you. Thank you. Thank for you for joining us. Me. Yeah, absolutely. Y'all go. Please go to Facebook. Go to the social media. Check out everything that Crime Stoppers of Vermillion has. And you don't even have to just look at today's. Keep reviewing the past ones. Take a look. You may know something, and it may turn into money. And really, it's power because you're able to help fight crime out there. It's going to be a hot one today, 81. little fog. Eh, it's not so bad, you know. 62 tonight, but there could be some fog overnight tonight. A lot of us go out on the weekends. Same thing for Saturday. Nothing's really changing up on Sunday because on Sunday, we're going to have to deal with some showers. 70% of our area going to deal with showers and thunderstorms. So that'll kind of be in our forecast, but don't let that get you down. You know, it's almost Christmas. You still go out and have lots of fun. It's coming up now on 756. 67 degrees. The loudest voices on the biggest issues impacting your life. Hi, hello, welcome to the Moon Show. Continuing the long tradition of informing you in Acadiana. News Talk 96.5, KPL. Depend on it. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. Wall Street will be reacting today to the producer price index, the increase in price wholesale level in November. The Federal Trade Commission is suing to block Microsoft from taking over video game giant Activision Blizzard, publisher of Call of Duty. The government says the deal is illegal because it will give Microsoft too much control over gaming and could make games more expensive for not on its sips, Microsoft makes Xbox consoles. United Airlines is expected to announce a major order for Boeing 787 Dreamliners next week. It'd be for more than 100 of the wide-body planes. Next shares are rallying. Analysts at Wells Fargo are upbeat about the streaming company. That's your Fox Business. I'm Ginny Kosola, invested in you. Starting to realize your small business is a little overwhelmed by the holiday rush? It's still not too late to get all of your shipping and mailing under control with Stamps.com. Sign up right now and you'll be printing your own postage in just minutes with discounted USPS and U.S. shipping rates. Just go to Stamps.com. 
click the mic at the top of the page and use code BUSINESS for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a digital scale. That's stamps.com, code BUSINESS. You're listening to American Ground Radio's Morning Minute. The Biden administration is celebrating the prisoner exchange they negotiated with Russia, where we gave them an international arms dealer and they gave us a basketball player. So Brittany Griner was exchanged for the international arms dealer known as the Merchant of Death, one of the most dangerous men on the face of the earth. Now, this is kind of like the time we gave up five Taliban prisoners for deserter Bo Bergdahl. And here we handed over one of the most blood-soaked arms dealers of all time for someone who the White House says is an inspiration to millions of Americans, particularly the LGBTQ Americans and women of color. And yet, I bet not 1% of Americans know who she is. Return each weeknight with Louis R. Abalone and Stephen Parr. From 9 to 10 p.m. on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Brittany's back. I'm Chris Foster. Fox News basketball star Brittany Griner released from custody in Russia in a prisoner swap for a convicted arms dealer. Landed back home in Texas just before dawn at Joint Base San Antonio Lackland. She was taken to a hospital to get checked out. This swap did not include retired U.S. Marine Paul Whelan, who said he's always been told by Russian authorities that he was viewed differently than Griner. Whelan told CNN. My bags are packed. I'm ready to go home. I just need an airplane to come and get me. Russia's deputy foreign minister says they'll continue dialogue with the U.S. on prisoner swaps without intermediaries. Griner was detained in February after being caught at a Russian airport with vape pens containing cannabis oil in her luggage. In August, a Russian court sentenced her to nine years in prison. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. Russian President Vladimir Putin says today other prisoner swaps are possible. Arizona Senator Kirsten Sinema says she's no longer a registered Democrat. She's an independent now, but that she will not side with Republicans when the new Congress starts next month. Senator Sinema says she told Majority Leader Chuck Schumer of her decision yesterday and that she plans on keeping her committee assignments. More internal Twitter documents show what new owner Elon Musk calls past censorship. In a string of tweets by journalist Barry Wise saying this, quote, take, for example, Stanford's Dr. J. Bhattacharya, who argued that COVID lockdowns would harm children. Twitter secretly placed him on a trends blacklist, which prevented his tweets from trending. Then this one, the popular right-wing talk show host Dan Bongino, who at one point was slapped with a search blacklist, and this one saying Twitter set the account of conservative activist Charlie Kirk to, quote, do not amplify. Fox's Griff Jenkins. A new read on inflation, wholesale prices, and the government's producer price index of 7.4% from a year ago. That's the fifth straight slowdown. The prices are up three-tenths of a percent from October to November. That's the same monthly increase. America's listening to Fox News. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. 
It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay zero dollars. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. A critic of Russian President Vladimir Putin and his invasion of Ukraine, Ilya Yashin, is sentenced to eight and a half years in prison, charged with spreading false information about the military. He says in a statement after sentencing, only the weak want to shut everyone's mouth and eradicate any dissent. The military here is on the lookout for Chinese space junk that could endanger American assets in low Earth orbit. The head of U.S. Space Command, Army General James Dickinson, told reporters the U.S. is monitoring Chinese activities as debris piles up in orbit of the Earth. China used a missile to blow up a defunct satellite back in 2007, and it created a debris field that is still a hazard to U.S. satellites. Dickinson also applauded the U.N. for passing a resolution that bans countries from conducting similar anti-satellite tests. China and Russia voted against that measure. Dickinson warns there's too much debris in Earth's orbit. Space Command is now tracking over 48,000 pieces of space junk. Jill Nato, Fox News. A Tyrannosaurus Rex skull found in South Dakota goes up for auction today. The 200-pound T-Rex skull called Maximus has an estimated value of $15 million in an auction plan today at Sotheby's Auction House in New York. That calls it one of the best and most complete T-Rex skulls of its kind ever discovered that was unearthed in Harding County, South Dakota in a portion of the Hell Creek Formation that's reportedly been home to more T-Rex material discoveries than any other location, the world capital for T-Rexes, and for which other finds have fetched tens of millions of dollars. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. Social media posts in China report new COVID-19 outbreaks in schools and in businesses. Restrictions started being loosened in China last month with the most serious testing and quarantine requirements ending this week. Stock futures are down just a bit ahead of the opening bell on Wall Street. I'm Chris Foster, Fox News.
How can you help a child in need during the holiday season? Rose's Angels. Here at News Talk 96.5 KPL, we are teaming up once again with Robin McMillan of McMillan's Pub to gather gifts for kids in Acadiana who otherwise wouldn't be getting a gift this year. Robin helps to get presents for kids in lots of different groups throughout Acadiana. Boys and Girls Clubs of Acadiana, Casa, Arch, Smile. Other requests come in. Hundreds of children need help. Robin, through Rose's Angels, is asking for help, and we would be humbled by what you could do. If you'd like to adopt a child, all you have to do is call Robin's number, 337-781-7069. That's 337-781-7069. That's 337-781-7069 to become one of Rose's Angels. It's an easy process. Thank you so much from all of us at News Talk 96.5 APEL. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. I'm Bernadette Lee with your news update. Two people were found dead in a home in the 200 block of Woodrow Street. That's according to Lafayette Police investigators. Police were called there to do a welfare check on a man and woman. The two deceased people were found there just before 5 o'clock Thursday evening. The circumstances surrounding their deaths are being investigated and autopsies will be conducted by the Lafayette Parish Coroner's Office. A Eunice couple arrested on abuse and molestation charges concerning their seven-year-old foster son and 12-year-old adopted daughter and those allegations. Now, the boy's teacher called authorities after seeing severe bruising on the boy. The boy was supposed to be in the Missouri foster care system, but no one from there had checked on him in over a year. An Elton man was arrested on multiple charges after allegedly breaking into a woman's car in Jeff Davis Parish. Officials say that he was held at gunpoint by someone at the scene until deputies arrived to arrest 53-year-old Thomas Buxton. The man also had several outstanding warrants. This happened on Pine Island Highway in Jennings. Well, overall voter turnout is expected to be low for tomorrow's election, but there are a few noticeable races. LawPolitics.com publisher Jeremy Alford has much to say. The race for Public Service Commission in the 3rd District has incumbent Lambert Bossier facing off with Devontae Lewis. But LawPolitics.com publisher Jeremy Alford says the incumbent appears to be struggling. But this go around for Public Service Commissioner Lambert Bossier, it doesn't mean as much as it used to. Alford says Lewis has been able to build on the anti-energy sentiment. And Shreveport incumbent Mayor Adrian Perkins didn't make the runoff, but the Democrat and two previous Democratic mayors are supporting Republican Tom Arsenault. Alford says that's a quandary for Greg Tarver. The fact that he is running against a Republican with Democratic support kind of changed the dynamics of this race. I'm Brooke Thorrington. And there are three constitutional amendments on the ballot statewide. You can check out the KPL app and the KPL Facebook for more information. We also, of course, have a race for Lafayette City Court Judge here in Lafayette between Jules Edwards and Roya Bustani. Polls will open at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. Louisiana Commissioner of Insurance Jim Donlin says a Florida-based company that writes homeowners insurance will be leaving Louisiana and several other states because of an insurance crisis in Florida, not the conditions here in Louisiana. Donlin says United Property and Casualty uh, they announced they'll be leaving 
Louisiana and several other states. They are departing on an accelerated basis now because the company has been taken over by their domestic regulator there in the state of Florida. Now, Louisiana did not get hit by a hurricane this year, but Donlin says the fact that Ian hit Florida also hurt us here in Louisiana Everybody trying to get on those same policies. What happened in Florida has caused solvency issues for multiple companies doing business in our state and other coastal states. Now, Donlin says he is aggressively trying to get more insurance companies to move here. He declined to provide an estimate of the number of insurers who have left Louisiana, but others estimate 10 have left in the last year. A recent survey by the U.S. Energy Information Administration indicates electricity prices in Louisiana are two cents cheaper than the national average. While customers in the state have seen their power bills steadily increase, Public Service Commissioner Foster Campbell says that has to do with the price of natural gas. The problem is that natural gas, since we've got a war going on over there in the Ukraine, it's in short supply and it's it's wintertime and the price of natural gas goes up. Now, last year, the average retail price for electricity in Louisiana was 8.82 cents per kilowatt hour compared to the national average of 11.10 cents an hour. Campbell says Louisiana is trying to make strides in creating and using new sources of clean energy. He predicts prices will decrease. For example, North Louisiana is using wind power from Kansas. Also, we're building a lot of solar plants all over the state, which will produce cheaper electricity. It's a lot cleaner. Health experts are urging the public to get their flu shot and to get boosted for COVID as soon as possible. LSU Health Sciences infectious disease specialist Dr. Catherine O'Neill says as we age, the body's memory of the last vaccine wanes. So it's best to be current on your vaccines. You want to give yourself time, and that's why it's it's time today. We're, we're just a couple of weeks from Christmas and lots of holiday parties, so it's time to go and get the vaccine. She says adults as well as kids age five and older need to have the newer bivalent booster and flu shot so you're exchanging gifts this season instead of viruses. We know that all of our viral seasons are kicked off by these holidays. I'm Brooke Thorrington. And the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries, they say that bird flu is spreading in our state. Marzan Goldsby reports the agency is keeping track of the spread by sampling birds. Wildlife veterinarian Dr. Jim LaCour says the virus is spreading here with the seasonal bird migrations. They're spread kind of across the state from the, the north portion of the state all the way down to the coastal areas. He says birds from Avoyles, Calcasieu, Morehouse, Washita, and Richland parishes have tested positive. The CDC says bird flu is low risk to humans, but it can decimate waterfowl and especially domestic poultry herds. I'm Marcian Goldsby. Well, state police, Troop C, say two good Samaritans are to thank for saving a family of four after their vehicle went off the road and into a canal. Trooper First Class Ross Brennan says the Toyota sedan went off of Highway 182 in Assumption Parish. Those people could not get their doors open. Two men, Jeff Laparouse and Chase Dupre, witnessed the crash and they jumped into action. Uh, they both entered the water. One of them was actually able to open the door to vehicle while the other one was able to grab the occupants out. And they both brought them to safety. Now, Trooper Brennan says the men waded into that chilly water and mud mix and were able to open the door from the outside, get the family out before that sedan was completely submerged. There's actually two small children inside of the vehicle also. So these two gentlemen definitely influential on saving this family's life, especially right before Christmas. And thanks to the fast action of Laparouse and Dupre, the two adults and two kids, 
safely removed from that terrible situation. Brennan says that Troop C will nominate them for the state police's annual Lifesaver Award. We present it to not only first responders, but also, in this case, members of the public who go above and beyond putting themselves in a dangerous situation that resulted in saving lives. We've got mostly cloudy skies for the morning. A lot of fog out there this morning as well. So take it slow on the roadways. Dense fog advisory in effect up through most of the commute time here today. Temperatures are going to be at about 81 degrees for the high. Staying very warm and very, very muggy out there. Winds from the south at 5 to 10 miles an hour. Fog is going to be returning later tonight. And that is going to last into tomorrow as well. Tomorrow, I think, even as that fog starts to burn up, though, we're going to be left with a lot in the way of cloud cover. Temperatures do stay in the upper 70s. Gray skies for Saturday. Sunshine going to come at a premium. By Sunday, we're looking at mostly cloudy skies. Showers and thunderstorms rolling through for the first half of the day. Going to be wet out there for Sunday. Our next front comes through midweek next week. Going to bring some cooler weather back behind it and maybe a little severe weather as the front passes. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. And 67 degrees right now at the KPL studio. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. The only traffic hotspot is a fender bender Youngsville Highway at Ivy Cottage Drive. That's Youngsville Highway at Ivy Cottage Drive. Make sure you buckle up. up. It's coming up now on 822 Acadiana's Morning News. Oh, my goodness. Boy, if you want some fun this weekend, Brobridge is definitely your destination. Courtney Raymond joining us from Buck and Johnny's over in Brobridge. Well, good morning. Well, good morning. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you so much for, for coming in. Okay, so let's start off with what a week it's going to be weekend over in Brobridge. So let's talk a little bit about... Buck and Johnny's, and how many times I have seen so many people clamoring to get in for some delicious brunch. Woo! Oh, we are so excited <laughs> that we are still able to order, uh, offer this, and and we keep our culture going. Our Cajun, our Zotico music is beautiful. We're going to open the doors at 8 o'clock. The music starts at 8.30. The drinking and the eating starts at 8.30. <laughs> and you're dancing till 11.30. And then after that, you know, like I said, Brobridge is a place to be. I definitely <laughs> agree with Bernadette. <laughs> then you can go over to Tante Marie's where they're going to have a jam session. How much fun is this going to be? Huh? All right. And we're going to be shutting the door, the roads down uh, from Main Street to Washington. That's right in the middle of town because our great leader, Robin Guidry, who is a chairperson, has come up with the art walk. Uh, in uh, a la Art Walk Paris in Brobridge. I think it's so great. And when I have street lights. But before <laughs> that, just before that, Bernadette, we have the children are going to be gathering along the bayou behind St. Bernard School. And Santa Claus is going to be coming down the Bayou Tesh in Brobridge on an airboat. I love it. And the, he's going to be landing at 3.30. So they need to bring their children and get ready. Santa Claus is going to be there on an airboat. I'm coming so down. excited. From there, 
Mr. Ray Pellerin has let us have use of his, I think it's in the 30s truck. And Santa Claus is going to be taken to our test center for arts. So what's going to happen? Santa Claus is going to be on the sideboard. And then he's going to, we're going to, the kids are going to follow him down the street. We have a police escort, so it's all going to be safe. And then from there, He's going to, we're going to park that truck there and we're going to our test center for arts where Santa Claus is going to be listening to all these little wishes that they have and taking pictures. What a great time that's going to be. Well, there's more. Oh, yes, (laughs) absolutely. Y'all, now it's time. The art walk's going to open up at 4 p.m. We have at least 75 vendors. Wow, gosh, that's so huge. Not only is it a time, it's really there. There's great food, and there's going to be food trucks. They're going to have face painting. You're going to have a camera ops. You're going to have, of course, Santa Claus, and then also live music. Can you believe it? Oh, my it? gosh, yes. yeah. Just, and we're going to be able to shop, too? Shop with music, <laughs> eat, take pictures, everything. And it's just going to be the, of course, the restaurants, our restaurants are going to stay lo, uh, open longer. You're going to have, also, we have Cafe Sydney, Sydney May, and we have uh, Jacqueline's and Grover's. We have all kind of restaurants. Of course, Buck and Johnny's. Too. Yeah. What can I say about that? <laughs> <laughs> the world famous. That's what that is now. Yeah, world famous. <laughs> we love it. So we just want people to come to Brobridge. Come support us. It's a beautiful day. It's chill and it's pet friendly. I'm going to have my little princess with me. I had me. no idea it was pet friendly. That's so cool. Pet friendly, yes. And we love to take pictures with the dogs. You know, I, we have a dog park in Brobridge. So, so I'm really, and I was kind of involved in, in it. that so, too. They're real friendly. So we're just so, we're so happy. And I have to give kudos. I have to. Robin Gidry, who has a pink alligator in Brobridge, is the <laughs> brains behind all this, and she has supports. And can I, can I do a fast shout out? Yes, to some absolutely, of the- because it takes so many people to make this so beautiful and such a wonderful, heartfelt event. Oh, you know? and, and it's all about children, all yeah. about families. We you know we have the Bayou Tesh Visitor Center, courtesy Buick GMC Brobridge, Doug Ashes, F M Bank, Buck and Johnny's. And St. Martin Tourism Center. Oh. So they they have helped us so much, and we're so appreciative. But I always tell the, the dynamo behind this is Robin Gidry. I'm just helping her with this. So it's not my baby. It's her <laughs> baby. And let me tell you, having experienced this once before, y'all, this is such an event tomorrow. Talk about fun, and you can. In addition to being just in that holiday spirit, I, I can't tell you walking around, seeing people so happy. That's what gets me about this event. Well, you know, it's like, I don't know if you've seen pictures of Paris or been to Paris. I wish. <laughs> the lights, she has lights going down the middle of the oh, street. It, wow. it is so gorgeous. I mean, it, it's just, it's unbelievable. It's it's like you're in a different environment, and there's areas to take pictures. It's decorated. We have our parks decorated. You know, it's just, to me, of course, one of my favorite 
as always, it's going to be seeing Papa Noel come yes. down the, the bayou. Absolutely. But when she lights up those lights and we're down there shopping and they have all of the 75 different types of of, of vendors, she says it's going. To, they're going to have media art, paintings, crafts, wood turning, candles, homemade beauty projects, sweets, jewelry, fine art, sculpture, food. Wow. And, and we have food trucks. So... Anything you want, you can find in Brobridge. I'm telling you, if you can't find somebody uh, a gift on the, on all those, you missing out. I'm telling you, absolutely, that's everything. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> all right, so y'all, y'all know tomorrow. This is, I'm telling you, the event. Just spend your whole day in Brobridge, and you can start at Bucket Johnny's at eight in the morning and have yourself a good time the whole day long. Absolutely. Oh and my gosh. I'm so excited for y'all again. Thank if, you, Bernadette. You're absolutely welcome. I've been to this event, y'all. If you have not been, you gotta get yourself over there tomorrow. Y'all are just, it's gonna be such a fun-filled day and definitely bring your family, including your fur friends. Um, you will be mesmerized by how wonderful everything is. Well, Ms. Cody, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. We are very, very pleased you joined us. It's coming up now on 8.30. More on Acadiana's Morning News. It's coming up now on 8.32 on Acadiana's Morning News. And as promised this morning, U.S. Congressman Mike Johnson joining us on the line. Sir, good morning. Congressman, thank you for joining us. And all right, so we want to jump right into everything. Let's kick off with talking a little bit about the annual national defense legislation and what really is has made it different now for Louisiana via your involvement. And and first off, good morning. Hey, great to hear your voice, my friend. Well, we appreciate the chance to to catch up with you. It sounds like a lot of wins for Louisiana. And I know that sounds kind of like I'm you know, that kid on Christmas, what'd you get me, what'd you get me? But um, <laughs> as far as Louisiana, it looks like we're going to we're gonna see a lot from this particular round and this legislation. We are indeed. You know, we worked really hard on this, Bernie, and myself and my staff and our whole um, congressional delegation in Louisiana really gave me a lot of backup. I'm on the House Armed Services Committee, and so the reason I got onto that committee is because, of course, Louisiana's 4th District, mine, includes Sparksdale Air Force Base, which is home to the Air Force Global Strike Command. Two-thirds of the uh, the nuclear triad is, is actually headquartered here <laughs> in Louisiana. Most people don't know that. We also have Fort Polk and the Joint Readiness Training Center. We've got Camp Mendon. So lots of military assets. So this this year, the, the fiscal year 2023 National Defense Authorization Act, the annual defense uh, spending priorities bill, uh, has just passed the Congress. It'll be signed into law. And it includes major priorities for us here in Louisiana. Uh, over a quarter of a billion in construction projects for, oh. for our area, our district. And um, this is a big thing. And, you know, I, I do this uh, with no shame at all. We go fight for these these funds because, let me tell you, this is not just important for our state's economy and the jobs and all that are supplied here. But it, obviously the main reason is that this is critical for national security. Amen. I mean, in this bill... Um, you know, just for Barksdale, for example, we got $125 million for the construction of a weapons generation facility. Now, that that is a, a major investment here. That's the second part of a big tranche of funds. But what that's going to do is allow us to arm the armaments, the nuclear weapons, here at the Air Force Base on the B-52s instead of having to fly those big birds up to, to uh, the Dakotas where they've been arming them. So it just mm -hmm. makes sense for it efficiency does. and national security. 
uh, for Fort Polk down the south part of the district, we got uh, $61 million more million for the uh, construction of a new joint operations center for training. Mm-hmm. They've needed that since the 1960s. I yeah. mean, this is a, a big investment, but critically important. $40 million for a new child development center for all of our servicemen and women who are serving there. It's important for their families. we got uh, about $40 million for a new uh, information system facility. we got National Guard projects all over the state. Uh, it goes on and on and on. I've got a long list of things here, but we worked hard. We achieved it. We're really grateful. Well, and absolutely, and without a doubt, the number one issue, like you're saying, you know, it's about our national defense. It's about our security. Um, I want to segue our security. Let's go back and talk, as we have before, um, about the border. I guess it's been three or four months since we had a chance to catch up with you, Congressman. Um, At that time, you know, we talked about some of the, God, just the severity of things going on at the border. Would you describe it now as twice as bad, three times as bad? What's the real story at our border? In in a word, it's a catastrophe. Yeah. Okay. Um, In November, just look at the numbers, okay? In November, just last month, there were more than 70,000 known gotaways at our southern border. That's a historic record, a, a, a scary one. We have no idea. How many of those people are terrorists? We don't know what their plans are getting in the country. They just got away. Now, that's the ones that they, they know about. Right. Who knows how many more there yeah. were? We, we've had uh, over 150,000 illegal border crossings for 20 straight months. It, it is, it's, it's hard to imagine the scope, the magnitude of this. And in October, for example, there were over 231,000 illegal immigrant encounters at the border. That's, that's in addition to all the gotaways. Yeah. I mean, it is an open, flooded border. The Biden administration created and engineered this crisis, and they are uh, unrepentant about it. They lie to Congress and say the border is closed. Accountability is coming. We Republicans are going to take control of the House beginning in January. I'm on the Committee of Jurisdiction, House Judiciary. We are going to bring Mayorkas in and all the rest of them. And, and, and finally get on top of this. Not to mention, you know, Bernie, 14,000 pounds of poisonous fentanyl mm-hmm. were seized last year alone at the southern border. That could kill every man, woman, and child in America. You know, th- this is not a game. It's, we've got trafficking, human trafficking. The cartels are making billions of dollars. And, and the Biden administration has empowered all of this. It's, it's just absolutely staggering. It's happening every day and even as we speak. You know, I... I um I struggle so much with a variety of different issues when it comes to the border. I remember all of the different discussions going on about children and children being stuck at the border and children being separated from their parents. You know, that issue alone, outside of the fentanyl, outside of the fact that, you know, there could be crazy deranged people moving into our country every day if they are terrorists, let's say. I you know, nobody even thinks about our situation with the kids that might still be here. And that's all the media talked about for two or three years before COVID. It, it, this is a huge humanitarian crisis. And Biden just pretends like it doesn't even exist. Yes. And, and it is a, a humanitarian crisis of, of just untold magnitude. I mean, I was down at the border um, several months back with a, a group of uh, members of Congress mm-hmm. and we went at one o'clock in the morning just to see uh, what it looked like in the middle of the night. The, the streams never end; they go all night. And what we what we discovered there, and I saw with my own two eyes, is unaccompanied minor children. I mean, mm. as young as you know, four or five, six years old, just wandering out in the dark in the middle of the night by themselves. The cartels traffic them, drop some of them off at the border. 
only only God knows what happens to these kids along that dangerous you know transport. What's done to them? I mean, it, it is it's just incredible that the federal government. The, the, the Biden administration and the officials in charge of the Department of Homeland Security would allow this to happen. And the radical left and the mainstream media just look the other way. You know, uh, there, there's a, a, a huge penalty that we're going to be paying for all this for decades to come, decades to come. We've got over four million illegals in the country in the last two years. And, and uh, the magnitude, again, just goes on and on and on. Yeah, I, I worry so much about, you know, the children. I worry so much about the people who cross only to do harm to our country right. and our people. And, I, you know, 14,000 pounds of fentanyl. I mean, that just, that's staggering. Yeah, it's one of the most dangerous substances on the planet. And, of course, it has led to this crisis we have in our own country. That fentanyl poisoning is the leading cause of death for mm-hmm. Americans age 18 to 49. The leading cause of death. And it. There's a reason for it. It's all coming across the border. This stuff's produced in China. It's sent to Mexico to the drug cartels. And and the Biden administration, with open arms, welcomes it right into our country and onto the streets of all of our our big cities and out in the parishes and the counties. And it's killing innocent people. All the the drugs are laced with this stuff now. People go out on the street and they buy, uh, you know, something they think is a painkiller for their back pain or something, and they wind up dying on the first dose because it's laced with fentanyl, which is one of the most dangerous substances on the planet. We can stop all of this. We have to secure the border. We have to combat this illegal immigration, empowering the cartels. And it's not difficult to do. We just have to fund effective border yeah. enforcement strategies that's, and infrastructure. You know? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. What is it about? Is it about more manpower? Is it about infrastructure? Is it kind of a combination of several things? It's a combination of several things, but the very first and simplest solution is to enforce the law oh, on the book. They are yes. literally ignoring federal immigration law. We we could always advance technology to prevent, you know, illegal crossings and trafficking by cartels. I mean, that's all part of it. But the main thing is we have to have a Department of Homeland Security and, and Border uh, Patrol that is empowered and allowed to enforce the law. The agents are patriotic uh, Americans trying to do their job every day, but it's the leadership of this agency. Mayorkas himself, the Secretary of Homeland Security, I believe has committed, has committed impeachable offenses. You're going to see him drugged before our committee, House Judiciary, in the, in the early part of the year, and uh, we're going to bring accountability. If he doesn't resign, uh, you know, we're going to follow the truth where it leads, and I, I think that this is long, long overdue. The American people uh, deserve that, and and many of them who are paying attention have been demanding it. And so, finally, with the majority restored to us, we'll be able to take some action. God, and I hope it is, um, you know, something that you know at minimum starts to begin to curb this situation. Um, you know, as Americans look at this, Congressman, is there anything you know the average person can do? I mean, I think a lot of people often feel very helpless. About everything going on in our country. Yeah, they, they do. And uh, it's hard to blame anyone for that. Uh, you know, the, the, the ultimate solution in our country is uh, each election cycle that you yeah. can vo- vote. You have your one vote and it, and it matters. And we didn't have the turnout that we hoped and wanted for this last cycle. But I think a lot of really important lessons were learned. And I think a lot of people who just thought, well, it'll take care of itself. Yeah, we're going to have a red wave. I, my vote really won't matter. Well, 
we see that it does. Every single vote counts. And so conservatives and, and patriots and people who care about the future of our republic and the, the safety and security of our country um, have to get more engaged and remain more engaged than ever before. Um, you know, we did take the majority in the House, and you're going to see what a big difference that makes. But it would make a much bigger difference if we had both houses of Congress. You know, yes. we, we, we took we took care of business in Louisiana, but in some of these other states, I think complacency set in and people just assumed that things would take care of themselves. Well, it's a wake-up call. And yeah. we've got another big cycle coming up in 24. I think we can take Republican conservative uh, control of the Senate. Then you'll have both houses of Congress. And, of course, in 24, the White House is on the ballot as well. Mm-hmm. So this will be the, the epic political battle of our lifetimes, and the, and the future of the country is literally hanging in the balance. Boy. Couldn't have said it any better. Congressman Mike Johnson, thank you for your time this morning. Appreciate you, sir. Great to talk with you. God bless. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, sir. It's coming up now on 844. This is your number one news, weather, and traffic source in Acadiana. This is News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. Um, You've seen the paintings. The Thanksgiving turkey being served at Grandma's. The weathered farmer sending his baby-faced son off to college. Now be sure and write. The wise police officer sitting at the soda bar, talking a young boy out of running away from home. Where are you going, son? Norman Rockwell didn't create the best in us. He just inspired the best. Inspiration. Pass it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. We've got mostly cloudy skies for the morning. A lot of fog out there this morning as well. So take it slow on the roadways. Dense fog advisory in effect up through most of the commute time here today. Temperatures are going to be at about 81 degrees for the high. Staying very warm and very, very muggy out there. Winds from the south at 5 to 10 miles an hour. Fog is going to be returning later tonight. And that is going to last into tomorrow as well. Tomorrow, I think, even as that fog starts to burn up, though, we're going to be left with a lot in the way of cloud cover. Temperatures do stay in the upper 70s. Gray skies for Saturday. Sunshine going to come at a premium. By Sunday, we're looking at mostly cloudy skies. Showers and thunderstorms rolling through for the first half of the day. Going to be wet out there for Sunday. Our next front comes through midweek next week. Going to bring some cooler weather back behind it and maybe a little severe weather as the front passes. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. Yes. Overcast skies out there, 67 degrees at KPL. News Talk 96.5, KPL. Right now, traffic. We've got a report of a crash with injuries. Youngsville Highway at Ivy Cottage Drive. That's Youngsville Highway right at Ivy Cottage Drive. It's coming up now on 851. You know one thing you can think about for the holidays? Like, you're like, eh, I don't know. But this, why don't you do something nice for yourself? That way you can quit being Mr. Grumpy Pants or Mrs. Grumpy Pants. You know, 8 out of 10 couples say that it's too hot when I try to sleep or it's too cold. The bed's not right. You know what? Sleep number has temperature balancing bedding. <laughs> it's amazing. You need to go and check this out. Temperature balancing bedding at Sleep Number. Look, go to the store at the corner of Settlers Trace and Ambassador Cavalry. You're going to be amazed by this stuff. 
it, it, what it does is if you're one of those people, right, this actually moves the heat and moisture away from your body when you're hot. So the temperature balancing bedding, actually, it helps you feel better. When you're the person like, oh, it's always cold, it's going to keep your energy in you. So sleep number is all about, okay, they get it. Everybody's got their bed. And so, you know, you and your spouse sleep in the bed. But it doesn't mean you have to be miserable. How many couples fight about how soft or how firm the mattress is supposed to be? Like pretty much everybody you know that doesn't have a sleep number bed. My friends all now have sleep number beds. Yep. Because everybody argues if you pick the one bed that you think is going to be right for your body. And then she's like, okay, this is fine. Look, it's, if it's not a sleep number bed, you can't adjust anything. With a sleep number bed, you adjust your sleep number setting. So like mine is 60, but if you wanted yours to be 40, you could pick that number. You could make it 70, 90 if you wanted. With a sleep number bed, you can get that balancing bedding. You can even go by, check that out for yourself with what you've already got at home. You can get a sleep IQ score every morning. Like, if you know you're in the 70s, things have been moving great. And the best part is you can make this bed adjust to do everything you need it to do so you're sleeping better every single night. So where it comes to, then you don't even have to check what's happening with your sleep IQ score in the morning because you just know you're waking up, you're feeling better, you actually get more restful sleep on a sleep number bed. Do that for yourself this Christmas. It's proven quality sleep. That is real The best day is when you have had proven quality sleep the night before. The weekend special ongoing. You can save $1,000 on the most popular sleep number, 360 smart bed, plus free premium delivery on all smart beds when you add a base. But that's going to end on December 12th, on Monday. So go today to the sleep number store at the corner of Settlers Trace and Ambassador Caffrey. Because I'm telling you, it makes a huge difference. It is coming up now on 855. Unbelievably, we're wrapping up the show. We've got plenty of news at our KPL website, on all of our social media platforms. If you've not downloaded the KPL app, do so. When breaking news happens, we get it all together after we've talked to people, put it together in a story, then send you an app alert. Totally free. You get to see all the, the latest stuff. Right on your phone, right at your fingertip. Easy enough to do. You can also give us a call if you have our app. And we can chat back and forth via the app chat feature on the KPL app, which is pretty doggone cool. Well, thanks for joining me this morning. Brandon will be back on Monday. It's going to be another hot one. High at 81. 62 fog expected overnight and Saturday night. Keep that in mind if you're going to be traveling out and about. And in the meantime, until we get to talk again, could we try to love one another. We're not perfect, but we can try. Amen, y'all. I've been local every day in Acadiana, and the only place you can voice your opinion on your favorite KPL shows. We're your home for news and talk in Acadiana. This is KPL. The Still Holiday Gift Guide has outdoor power tools and more for everybody on your list. Visit your local steel dealer or go online to stihlusa.com slash gift guide. I'm Elizabeth McDonald, and this is the Fox Business Report. 
sign the Federal Reserve has more work to do to fight inflation. The producer price index rose three tenths of a percent in November. The year-over-year increase ending in November was 7.4 percent. And core inflation, excluding food and energy, rose four tenths of a percent in November. All the numbers showed wholesale increasing more than expected. Inflation is no longer increasing as it was at its peak earlier in the year, being stubbornly high. Costco shares are lower after its earnings were weaker than expected in the recent quarter. Its online sales declined 3%. United Airlines is expected to announce a major order for Boeing 787 Dream next week. It could be for more than 100 of the wide-body planes. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cozolda, invested in you. Starting to realize your small business is a little overwhelmed by the holiday rush? It's still not too late to get all of your shipping and mailing under control with Stamps.com. Sign up right now and you'll be printing your own postage minutes with discounted USPS and UPS shipping rates. Just go to Stamps.com. Click the mic at the top of the page and use code BUSINESS for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a diddle scale. That's stamps.com, code BUSINESS. Are you ready to purchase a home but need help coming up with the money to make it happen? Capital Area Finance Authority grant programs can help. Visit thecafa.org today. That's the CAFA.org. West Baton Rouge's newly renovated conference center is a Convention South Reader's Choice winner and is the ideal spot for weddings and other special occasions. Visit westbatonrouge.net. Like them on Facebook, westbatonrouge.net. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Miss Independent, I'm Chris Foster. Fox News, Arizona Senator Kirsten Sinema says she's no longer a Democrat. She's switching to being independent. She told Politico, though, this does not mean she will caucus with Republicans, so this won't change the Senate makeup, essentially with 51 votes going to Democrats, as the body's other two independents caucus with the Democrats, too. Cinema caused heartburn in the party with her pushback against corporate tax increases during discussions over spending in Build Back Better legislation. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. Now, a statement from White House spokesman Queen Jean-Pierre says they understand the decision and have every reason to expect to continue working together successfully with Senator Cinema. Russian President Vladimir Putin says more prisoner swaps are possible after the deal sending American basketball star Brittany Griner home in exchange for Russian arms dealer Victor Boot. Arkansas Senate Republican Tom Cotton on Fox. We should have never released Victor Boot. It was a dangerous concession to Vladimir Putin, and it will set a dangerous precedent going forward. Brittany Griner's back home in Texas now, taken to a military hospital to get checked out. She spent nearly 10 months in Russian custody on drug charges. Tips about the murder of four University of Idaho students are now being transferred to an FBI call center. Too many for the Moscow, Idaho Police Department to handle. Chief James Fry says they're looking to speak with people in a car seen near the murder scene that night. We have uh, um, information of a white vehicle that was in the area um, either during the time frame of the homicide or around the time frame of the homicide. And we are just wanting to talk to the individuals who are in that vehicle. Um, they may have some valuable information for us. Those four students were found stabbed to death in an off-campus rental home four weeks ago this coming Sunday. There's a search in Hawaii for a woman reported missing by her husband. State officials report that he says they were snorkeling about 50 yards out, that he saw a shark in the water, couldn't find his wife, and swam back to shore to call 911. The beach is closed. America's listening to Fox News. This view was worth a hike. Right? 
And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay zero dollars. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you, or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. Foggy conditions out there yet again today. We are going to kind of see the same type forecast we've had over the last couple days play itself out again today. 81 degrees for that high low tonight in the mid and upper 60s with fog developing again for tomorrow. Mostly cloudy skies for Saturday. Highs in the upper 70s. We'll see showers and thunderstorms rolling through the area early Sunday morning with wet weather on the way for the middle of next week as well. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. This is Moon Graffon. I've always believed there's two types of fishermen. There are people like me that love to fish. And there are people like Don Dubuque who can catch fish. And that's why you need to listen to the Outdoor Show with Don Dubuque Saturdays from 5 to 7 a.m. Here on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. Brought to you by Louisiana's number one Chevy dealer seven years in a row. Service Chevrolet Cadillac. Find new roads.